Okay, we got Stephen Machat. Said it right, right? You said it right. An honor to sit across from you. SSK Records. You've worked with Genesis, Phil Collins, Snoop Dogg. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. An author of some fantastic books and so much other stuff that you're doing. We'll be here forever just introducing you. Thank you very much for your time and bringing your lovely wife. Very interesting how you guys met. That's Wendy. Wendy. I'm Peter. That's Wendy. Peter Uh, and Wendy. And why are you guys Peter and Wendy? Well, that's Debbie. Debbie's my wife. And I feel like Peter Pan. Because all I've done is done everything I can to bring you dreams to come true. And Debbie and I never would have been together. When I first met her, I met her in 1964. Mm. And, you know, we were trying to figure out, have I the right, right? That song. But anyway, um... I just heard that song and I said it. So 64 became 70. We graduate high school. We really don't talk to each other. You know, she had a nice body and I was aware of her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm attracted to that energy. And it was like, okay. But we really didn't talk to each other. Everyone left. And then I really didn't, I didn't know of her, even though we became Facebook friends. Eons later in 2015, my son died. So sorry to hear that. So sorry to hear that. No, thank you. That's a rock story. We could talk about that in a second. So he died, and I had a picture of him and me at the basketball game. It was the Heat versus San Antonio. Hmm. And he he said to me, Dad, don't ever put that picture out, because he didn't like his picture. Mm -hmm. Baron and I ran a record label called Hippos and Tanks, and Baron was the creative force of that. And we had a band that he didn't really want to put out, and I made him put it out because... I'm Peter. I'm a kid, you know, and I'll never stop being a kid. And uh, I, I just like energy. I like youth. I like people who believe in a dream and I want to live a dream. I'm sick of religions. Tell me, uh. God said do this. Well, fuck that God. You know, God said go kill each other. Nah, 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 nah. Now, if God's a being, and I'll get to that later on, okay. But God, the creator, the creator makes you to go kill for the creator. Fuck him. That's a devil. But anyway, so she got hold of me because my son died. And she said, look, if you ever need to talk to someone, call me. You know, and I'm like, okay. So I thanked her and I'm looking at I'm like, she, she aged really well. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, it's 2016. I noticed she's living on the west coast of Florida. And I left England to run because I really want to get an office because I know I could change our country. I don't see things the way people do. I honor creation. I honor, I honor people that create shit, that steal from you, lie from you, cheat, mm-hmm. the entire legal system. It's just fixed. I don't like politicians who sit there taking money from lobbyists and tell you nothing. They do nothing. You know, and maybe I'll aggravate a few of your friends or whatever right now, but I ran for the, after I lost the Senate, I ran for Congress. And Debbie and I, Debbie helped me run for Senate on the West Coast. And in Congress, it was like, I don't know if I really want to do this. And they said to me, run as a Democrat. Okay, I'll run as a Democrat. Well, I ran into the Queen of Hearts. As if it's Peter Pan. I ran into Nancy Pelosi. Oh, Christ. And I'm looking at this. Bless you. No, it's like, what is this? (laughs) This aging thing that, you know, it's like, what? I don't like her. I don't like her at all. What did did Trump call Pelosi? He had a funny one for her. He had a bunch of names for her. I mean, I don't like Donald Trump. I like class. I like style. I I like art. These people have no art. 
Donald Trump's real easy. His father probably read him fables and couldn't finish the fable. It's called King Midas. (laughs) You know, you need to grow up, son, and get all the gold. Everything you touch needs to be gold. But if his father, who comes out of a Nazi territory, if his father finished the story, if everything you touch is gold, you're not gold. So guess what? You have nothing at the end of the day. And King Midas had to go pray to be forgiven. Then what they did is they made him a worker, and he was a very humble servant. But anyway, so... Nancy Pelosi and I did not get along. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? So I decide, I'm answering your question. Sure. Wendy. So I decide, okay, I've got a ticket to ride. I got music. I'm going to go finish this book, that book, Unraveling the Bible. And I decided I would make a rock opera out of it. And I did it. And then when I finished this book, the original one, I came here to get my eyes fixed. And I was making a Russian movie. I was making a movie with Putin. I was making oh, it with shit. the veterans wow. of foreign war. Okay, you're making it with Putin. Well, th- what they did is, Put I know those two books. Uh, I know history. Maybe I know history. Yeah, you know, they, I read the Ashkey records. That's what I was telling you. We will have a podcast. Yeah, called Rockers and Aliens. That'd be awesome. And I, I'll have more fun. Th- oh, what dude. we'll do is we'll sit there. Look, he's we'll, waving to you, saying, yeah, "Come yeah. here, come here, come in. on." And so anyway, um. I came back here when COVID was starting to hit and I had the movie and I had to finish editing it. So I was with two Russians. Well, one was from the Ukraine. The other one was KGB. And uh, I'm like, okay. And they give me this movie and I put it together and we make a story out of it. And while I came back to Florida and I was getting my eyes fixed and I'm fooling around with this, the iPhone, because... I have a form of ADD. I memorize everything, and I could just absorb. And all of a sudden, on Facebook, she made a post. She doesn't post often. And it was February 14th, 2020, right? I'm like, okay. And I heard in the air, the ethers, I believe in vibrations. I do too. I could throw shit to you. Mm-hmm. And if you understand what I'm doing, and they don't teach this when you're dovin or you or you sit and hit the thing, you're throwing energy where you humble yourself and you open yourself into, oh, right? So, and that's the sound. It's the sound of vibrations. So we are vibrations and you and I talking or Debbie talking or Rob over here and we, we talk to each other in vibrations. And I produce music all over the world. I don't speak their languages, but I speak love. Mm. And I, uh, you know, it's, I could, I could sense you. I'll go create with you. And that's what I do. So um, I came back here and we were going to go edit the film and we signed the deal. They were going to give me 2 million bucks and put was going to use the movie to show you that the Ukrainians were Nazis. I didn't know this part of it, but what they did is if you could visualize a map, Mm-hmm. Well, the Germans, who we think were the only Nazis, not true. They were attacking Moscow. Down south, there were other Nazis. They're called the French, the Vichy government. They're called the Italians, right? Is that true? Oh, 100%. Wow. Where I'm about to take you, you won't believe it. Then you had wow. Croatia. Well, what's Croatia? Croatia? I thought that was just some King Arthur thing. That's what I thought, too. I. But anyway, I've been in Croatia. I gave lectures in Croatia. When I ran for the U.S. Senate, I was on TV there. And they're saying to me, well, if you become U.S. Senate, what would you do with all the um, refugees from Syria? I said, you're asking me the wrong question. It's not my problem. They go, whose problem is it? I said, maybe it's the world's problem. 
They go, why is that? I said, they're refugees. That means they left something. That means some bad people got them out of their country. Right. And they're shaking their head like you are. I said, I said this in Croatian TV. So, <laughs> I bet they love that. I said, so, okay, so we've got these people who have been displaced by ISIS, right? And by the way, who knows what ISIS is? I know what ISIS is. I know where the name came from. That's in this book, Anana. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, and it's in this book. So anyway, um, down south, they were attacking through, they were attacking through what we call Ukraine, which is grassland, to get to uh, the Volga River, which is, Volga means Viking, by the way. You're not allowed to know that. The word Rus is a Viking word. It means Russians with oars. Oh, oh shit. Right? Yeah. So anyway, and I know this stuff. I can't get out of it. So they're coming in the south because they want to get by Stalingrad or Volgograd to get all the oil that sits there. If Hitler had gotten that oil, you and I may be speaking German. Right. And by the way, when I lived in England, I lived in England for a lot of years, I went to Jersey, and I'm in Jersey, and I see German signs. Now, this is 1976, 77, and I'm like, what are they doing with German signs here? You know, I'm young, I'm 23 years old. And I start asking them, and these people in the place, they just start speaking German to me. And I'm like, in all right. Jersey? No, Jersey, the island. <clears throat> oh, okay. There's two islands here. Gotcha. In the south of England. That's, that's what they call it, New Jersey. Oh, The shit. Jersey's over there. Really? Uh, oh, I could go on telling you stuff like, like this, this all day. Wow, that's so, interesting. Anyway, that. in Jersey, they had signs. They were all in German. <laughs> and then I asked people, what is this? Well, you know, the Germans took over this island from 1940 to 1945. Huh. They had the Germans right underneath them. And, you know, wow. same way. So you got the Germans. But down south, they came in, the Nazis. Who ran the Nazis? The Vatican. The Vatican. Who else did it, right? Wow. Why did the Vatican want them? Wow. Well, guess what? The Vatican wanted Europe back when they had the Holy Roman Empire. It wasn't holy, wasn't Roman, wasn't empire. And if you want to understand the creation of the United States, you better understand religion. This country was not created for the freedom of religion. It was to cre created for the freedom of my religion. The Vatican was specifically excluded written to exclude in the Declaration of Independence and specifically excluded from the Constitution. Huh. No, right? No church. The church in those days written by people from Europe related to the Vatican. So anyway, the Vatican has been at war with the Eastern Orthodox Church. And if you want to get into a basketball game, say played hoops or whatever you want to call it, they created the Catholic <laughs> religion in 325 AD. The word Catholic means true. Really? The true religion. What a religion was, wow. religion is Latin too. It means to bind, R-E-2, legion, bind. And what they did is they created this bullshit. It was a continuation of the Roman Empire where all of a sudden Jesus of love becomes Christ of control. And now Jesus, the man of love, as I write in my book, now gives you permission, as told to the Vatican, to go have holy justified wars and kill people? Are you kidding me? So what happens is everyone wants to be the big dog. So the Eastern Orthodox Church, the Byzantine, you know, they separate in the two parts. And I think the year was 1054. The, 
they excommunicated each other. The Vatican <laughs> and the Eastern Orthodox. You could. It's a bad movie, but it's a good movie if it's not killing people to this day. So it's East versus West. That's what it means. Jeez. Russia is not East. Moscow is in. Moscow's like me telling you that Detroit, Michigan, is East. Mm. Only in the NBA before they had enough teams, right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, by the way, Detroit is a French word. It's a French word. It means all th- all flow. Detroit, all oh, straight. Well, they lost that. Yeah, and, and the Pistons <laughs> used to be called They're, Fort Wayne Pistons. Detroit's about as crooked as it gets, from the teams to the state. Yeah, yeah. All of it. Or whatever. Yeah, that place is so, so anyway... This movie's about the Nazis in the Ukraine siding with the other Nazis from Croatia, not Serbia. Serbia was Eastern Orthodox. I could go on and on with this. The French, the Italians, uh, the Slovenians, where Trump's wife's from. You know, it's like, what is this shit? All ex-Holy Roman Empire going after Russia, who is not part of it. They thought Britain would join him. Well, guess what, Hitler? They didn't. You know, because who knows what really... And by the way, the best part was Spain. Spain didn't join him. But Hitler helped Spain get to stop... They brought back the king and they brought back a dictator named Franco. Yeah. And then Franco didn't join World War II, which is interesting. Why was that? Because he didn't want to be controlled by Hitler. Oh. He was his own gumbado. And um, so this was a movie about... How winning the battle of um, whatever Stalingrad saved the world from the Germans. Now, who saved the world from the Germans? I'm getting back to Debbie. So, listen, audience, because I could just. <laughs> no, nah, this is interesting. Uh, this is fucking interesting. Like, who would have thought? Yeah. Like, well, I guess, so, here's your story. So, now what do you do? The Russians are another white race. All Christians believe they're superior to everybody. Yeah. You know? And it's like, okay, anyway, I'll get off that topic. I, I, love, the, I love the conditional shit. It, you ever notice that with religion? It's like if you, condition. Like, like, I love you, Stephen, condition. under this condition, yeah. okay? Rather than, Stephen, you're you. Whatever you do is what you do. I don't give a fuck. I love you for you. But this and religion shit, and be you. But this religion shit is like, you have to do this, this, and this, and you can't be yourself. And part of it, to me, this is me saying this, is so fucking ridiculous to, to think for one second. I don't, I don't know how anybody with one brain cell thinks that some fucking buddy sat there and ate a fucking apple, and all of a sudden, boom, Adam and Eve, all, like a fucking apple from a tree, and then, well, where did the apple come from? You can't figure that out. Yeah, right? And how about Newton being hit by an apple? And do you see the connections? All of a sudden, Newton wakes up and realizes there's gravity. Well, there was gravity, if you listen to that bullshit story about Adam and Eve. Yeah, there's there's uh, gravity when you eat a lot of fucking mushrooms that were all around right then. When you eat a, enough of them, and no, DMTs no, it's not occurring. Gravity. But I'm, I'm saying like with the Bible, they say you float it up. Yeah. Uh, uh. I think they were probably on a pile of mushrooms. No, they floated up. They had anti-gravitational forces. Vibration, telepathic And you could frequency. just go up. You ever see Jetsons? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what was he smoking? He he gave the entire story in the film. So getting back to Wendy Debbie, what, my what, wife. Real quick, if you don't mind. How did the Simpsons know all this shit? 
Yeah. It's there for you to Steven, find out. Steven, you know, but how, how do, do they know? How do they know? The Simpsons? Yeah, they, yeah. they always do the, they always say something <coughs> and, and you don't catch before. it. And then boom, like 9-11 happens. And then the Simpsons had referred to almost it identical, you know, a year ago. Multiple times. It's been prophesized. They needed 9-11. Oh, I know. Because we needed an enemy. I know. Like, so, okay. I'm getting back to Debbie. We went she just took me that 9-11. Well, I wanted to know. I wanted to know about the Simpsons. How these fuckers know all this shit. It's there for you to read if you read. You just got to. It's like I don't care what Donald Trump did. I think he's a moron. Because if they're chasing me for the records, why would I make that an issue? I don't need to be the gumbado that kept the records. <laughs> but <laughs> do you know how many people get those records? I mean, there's a million people on that record list. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like oh, okay. It, it's it's insane when you look at so anyway going back to the battle of Volgograd these people from Siberia came without it's in my movie without any weapons except saws and whatever not saws uh, rakes and all that type of stuff and they they beat they won it 1.6 million people died at that battle the Nazis that were there were the Ukraine SS stormtroopers then Ukraine put more. Ashkenazi Jews from East Europe into the ovens than any other nation. And by the way, you could tell me all you want. World War II ended. No, 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 no. That was like a football game. Until mankind gets rid of religion, which is why I wrote all these books, it will not end. I agree. And then I'm telling you, I'm Peter, because I know I don't die. It's in my books. So I needed a Wendy. And when I sat... What happened was I'm sitting in France because I had those two... No, I'm sitting here. And I had these two Russians and they had my car in LA and they're telling me they're going to give me this car. I'm like, whatever. So I sit in the car and her name is Olga and she's boring the fuck out of me. And I'm like listening to her. Isn't that the worst? And they just keep rattling on. And And this "Ah." saves me. Yeah. So I'm looking at Facebook. Gotta go. And she comes up and I'm like, she being Debbie... (laughs) <laughs> and I, I've been looking for Wendy my whole life. And I'm like, whatever. And I hear, no. I'm like, vibrations. Yeah. If you don't mm-hmm. call her now, you'll never get her. And I believe it was her two sons. Because her son and my son are sitting in purgatory, for lack of a better word. You know, they're deciding whether or not to ascend or to reincarnate, which I tell you how to do in that book. And I've studied with all the adepts, all of them. So I called Debbie. I felt like I was Todd Rungrit. Hello, it's me. I've been away for a long time. Do you remember me? And she's like, uh, what do you want? But she didn't say that. But it was the attitude. It was like, hi, how are you? It was like, oh, hi. What year was this? This was 2020. It was February 14th. Oh, you're not used to that, are you? Yeah, I am. Okay. I'd rather you know. It's like if if you don't like my energy, I'll see you later, alligator. So anyway, um, we went out February sixteenth. I sort of got Debbie involved with the Russians, and she's sitting there flipping out. And you know, Uh they invited us to come over on May Uh ninth, the end of the seventy (laughs) fifth anniversary of World War Two, where they beat the Nazis. And what happened was COVID hit. Putin wouldn't give me, Putin's people, it's not Putin, Putin's people wouldn't give me the money. 
I wouldn't give them the film. (laughs) And they had the reels. So, okay, Stephen, they could go make their own movie. And I'm like saying to myself, they may be able to go make their own movie, but it's not Stephen's movie. Right. This is Mm -hmm. Stephen's movie. This was me explaining how the Vatican sat and orchestrated World War II and all our dutiful idiot Americans allow Trump to put three Supreme Court judges into Supreme Court who are all Jesuit trained. And we are the only nation that is outlawing abortions. Hey, isn't that great? Even even Mexico, as Trump calls them, those low rents, yeah. they've allowed you to have abortions now. Why are we living in a nation? If a woman, by the way, my first wife, she aborted one of our children behind my back. And yeah, I wanted to kill her. And you know, when I get into it intellectually, well, a woman... That's her body. You can't tell her what to do. Right. And if you want the child, well, maybe that person, if you want the child, maybe you have a gripe against that woman and you could get into a suit and not a suit, but has to have immediate judgment. But uh, no one has the right to that woman's body. Nobody. I'm... And it needs to stop. <clears throat> and if you think you live on planet Earth to tell mothers, mother wannabes who don't want to be, which is the worst mother you could ever have, you, they did the child a favor. It will not incarnate into this body. But you know how we are. We need, we need Marines. We need Navy men. We need Army men. So it just got ridiculous. But at the same time, I gave... Because I was looking... How many weeks do you think they should let it go up to, though? <clears throat> it's still her body. But if she has it for six months, you think it's okay to, to pull it down? No. No, because that's, if that child could live outside a womb... Then it's too late, right? It's too late. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. It's like, it, that's a different thing. Give yeah. it up. Yeah. Why do you think Trump would put those three idiots in there? What because, would be the reasoning? Oh, it's real simple. Donald Trump is King Midas. By doing that, he got the money from the religious right because no one else would do what he did. Oh, so he put them in to get the fucking money. That's all he's about. Jeez. You want to know who Donald <laughs> Trump is? Donald Trump is, I mean, that whole thing on January 6th. He's not a sports fan. He was a world wrestler fan. But let me finish Debbie. So we'll go back to that. So now I got Debbie and I give her this book and she's looking at me like, you're out of your brains. You're doing this movie with the Russians and I'm, we're flirting and I'm, I'm hanging out and I keep hearing, she's the one. She's the one. So she read my book. It was called Colonization of Earth and the Making of Mankind, version one. And like a hit song, I needed it remixed. I knew that. So all of a sudden... She's telling me, she read the whole book. I'm like, bingo, she ain't leaving. Done. This is done. And then one day, right before COVID really hit, we were watching Miami play a basketball game on a Saturday, and she was opening the door to get me out of her house, which didn't work. (laughs) So anyway, she actually sat still with the guy she didn't want on her couch. I'm like, oh, I like this. This is really nice. She could sit and watch a sports game. I'm a jock. Yeah, I still yeah. am. I watch that shit all day. Yeah, you know. And yesterday I watched shit. I watched shit actually just go bye bye called the New York Giants. Oh, that was bad, oh, bad oh game. Bad. What was that? What bad forty to nothing. Is that a bad. high school team? Oof. I mean, you look at it. It's like, are you kidding me? So anyway, what happened is Debbie and I romanced each other, and then my Russian movie. You know, we tried to finish it, but all of a sudden COVID became more and more worse, and then. 
They wouldn't take the money for the movie. They wouldn't give me the money. I wouldn't give them the movie. She's watching me fight with these army men from Russia. I told him, you ain't getting it. You have the reels. Go make your own fucking movie. And he called off the parade on May 8th and 9th. And this one thing, though. Debbie and I, they sent me. I, I still have it. They wanted me to go because I'm a character or whatever I am. So they wanted me to go tour the old Soviet republics. Oh, and they sent me a list, a tour list, because in 2020 <laughs> of July and August, Debbie and I were going to all the stands. And stand means land, like Pakistan. Mm-hmm. I made music in Pakistan. That means land of the pure. Hard workers. It's like land of the pure. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I mean, they're. they're same way, Debbie and I got together. We spent two days away from each other and then we embraced on a Friday night and Debbie became Wendy and without her none of these books would exist without her I wouldn't be here she saved my life you know I went to get my back fixed by Dr. Kevin Paltzer here I'll make you laugh <laughs> so and you, rep- yeah, go ahead. you can laugh so anyway <laughs> I couldn't run anymore I'm a runner I'm vain why did I run to keep myself slim? Me too. I like food. You run, right? Right. I run, work out. I, I, don't, I, I don't do it because I like it, because I'm vain and, and an asshole. And you look good. And yeah. I want to take my shirt off and have abs. No, okay. you're not. Well, definitely. I, I'll walk around like that all day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so anyway, I'm, <laughs> I, she, she helped me finish it. It's the easiest way to say it. Well, you know, you go, and, and your books refer to it a lot. If you go back in history, every king had a queen. Now, they say that, you know, in music and stuff, but in in reality, every king had a queen. Why did every king have to have a queen? Because you need feminine energy. Right. You can't win without it. No, you need it. You need to have a queen. The I agree right with one. You. you know, and that and to me, that's what everyone's striving for, like that, because you just can't. You need that. Me personally, my opinion is... Like myself, I'm a fucking nutcase. And if I don't have someone to, to kind of, if I don't have that queen that has that sixth sense and that motherly thing in them, whatever, I'm a, I'll go off the rails. Yeah, you but, need the love. Yeah, yeah. So what happened was- And I, it makes you work so much better, too. No, it makes you not work. Mm-hmm. But because your work then, comes out better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, because you're, live, you're living love. Yeah. So you're not working, right, you're loving. Work isn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. So right. I get my back. I had my um, I had a ripped disc in my back, and what happens is that liquid comes out and goes on your disc. Right, trips. And <clears throat> what happens is that hurts. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's I like know. so. I, I the uh, Dallas Cowboys had a running back who was out for the year. So I thought the guy got back in three weeks. He went to a doctor. So I'm like, he might know what to do. So we track down the doctor and I end up and the guy tells me he could fix backs, he could do this. And he puts a liquid on the disc and I I decide to do it with him. And what happened was when he did it, he forgot to close the hole or something got into my back because he didn't take precautions. And I don't know what I'm going to do with him because I'm still, you know, I'm still here, but I almost wasn't. And I came back. I was in Cuba. I was picking up the final tapes for the Buena Vista Social Orchestra that I'm going to put out in tour, which is part of SSK. So what happened was I was in Cuba and I had the Cuban general as my bodyguard. 
and this guy look uh, at you, buddy. Yeah. Look no, at you. No, it gets I know who to call when I go to yeah, Cuba. Right. I'll take care of you in a heartbeat. And by the way, you would love it. And I would go down there with. I love Cuba because it's anyway the Wild West, and there's no crime, there's no guns, there's no debt. They may not have money, but they don't know they don't have money. You know, and they play music. They have love. And if you're into making money, go make money. You know what's odd? Where's uh, Russell Simmons at again? Uh, uh, not Thailand. And that's Thailand? bullshit what they're doing with him. Thailand? No, Bali. Bali or something? Bali. 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 Bali has no guns, no anything. He Like he, a bunch of his old people that he had signed came out there with him. He goes, there's no guns here. There's not this bullshit. He's like, it's just peaceful energy here. He loves it. Like, you know, and, and like MC Light, who else? Uh, Foxy Brown. Right. They all moved with him. Yeah, I'll give you a laugh. It's a so it's Russell thing. Simmons. Yeah. It's 1984. We're in New York. And he's got his axe, and I have the new edition. So I decide I'm going to put. Congratulations. Yeah. I decide I'm going to put the new edition on a tour. Well, how, how do I put kids on a tour that can't sing? <laughs> right? So, okay, that's easy. I'll tape them. Well, that's easy. So everyone's going to want to know, watch, when you first came across New Edition, what did you think? And then where did you take it from there? Like, when you first came across? I got into a fight with a guy named Arthur Baker. I had a song called A-E-I-O-U, Sometimes Why. And I asked him, don't put your song out. Give me three months. And that's that band Eben Ozen. So I said, give me three months. And he told me to fuck myself. I went, really? <laughs> and they had a record label, which was gangster-owned, called Streetwise. And I'm saying to myself, oh, okay. Mm. And I commuted. At that time, I was commuting between L.A., New York, into London. And I was sitting at Phonogram's office. I was with a guy named Roger Ames. And he plays me New Edition. And he looks at me and goes, why don't you manage them? I said, why would I manage them? He goes, you get everybody else. I said, okay, how do I contact him? He goes, I don't know, but they're in Streetwise and this and that. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then what happens is I got really mad at Streetwise. So what I did was I'm going to get even with them. I'm going to take the act. So what I did is I got some people to go up to Boston, track down the moms, and we had a mom meeting, and I went through the contract of Streetwise, <laughs> and I read the contract, I'm like, you folks are being robbed by black folks. Do you hear me? Hmm. I said, you're being robbed by people you like. And maybe they didn't know what you're doing, but this contract's bullshit. And I said, I'll take care of you. I'll get you a contract. I'll get you whatever you want. And let's go make a real record. Let me make the kids stars. You don't need to be Maurice's stars victims. You know, this is about you. You're not the little puppets who dutifully go up there and sing. You know, no, 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 no. And I worked with Donny Osmond. I gave him back his career. Yeah. And I'm looking at you. I'm seeing it. So what we did is I got in there. I got in the middle of the contracts. And then I flew to L.A. because I wanted to live in L.A. I was done with New York. The Yankees weren't winning in those years. So I go out to L.A. We spent $200 million in yeah. Yeah. No, no. I'm talking about the 80s. Yeah. I mean, even now. Yeah, yeah. Spent it right now? Yeah. They're marching how do you get hurt like that? Yeah. How does a whole squad disappear yeah. in one ACLs year? And, you know. Forget COVID. This is how does that happen? I don't know. When you can go to Germany, uh, Portugal, and get stem cells, you should have done that with your back. You should get. You should get stem cells now. So what happened was I got back from Cuba, and the guy um, 
I couldn't get home from Cuba. Something was in my back. Never in my life have I been injured. I, I didn't know what it was. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I'm laying in the hotel there. And I'm such a schmuck. I thought I was going to run the Malikon, Malikon, yeah, which yeah. is one of the greatest places to go run. It, what they do is there's no, there's no beach in Havana. And you could just run and run, and you're taking in the waves. You're a suntan, and you're just like, hey. Beautiful. It's like looking at the stars up there, you know, and you could just inhale Peace. them and go. Yeah. Just go, and you talk to the creator. Yeah. So um, I got back. They, I went to the Cuban hospital with my general, and I'm like, wow, this is really cool, going down the streets in Havana. I'm like... You know, my father and my son aren't here. They would love this. Look what Stephen got him himself to now. And so we get to the hospital, and I'm trying to talk to them. They speak Spanish, but that's bullshit because I saw they understood my English. You could read Isn't the that eyes. funny? You could yeah. see right through them. I know. And I yeah. told them, stop it. You speak English. Wasn't that good? I said, okay, we could still talk. And I said, you want to oh, oh, <laughs> give me an MRI? And they couldn't give me an MRI. And I said, so what are we going to do? They said, what time's your plane home? And I live in Miami. It's 90 miles. That's like going Manhattan to Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. We could go get some hoagies, right? (laughs) So anyway. You don't find one in Florida, I can tell you that. (laughs) No, not at all. So I get back. They put me on a plane. They gave me shots. I get on the plane. I get off. I have to somehow get home. Meet a schmuck I am. I was going to drive home, but I couldn't walk. So I couldn't drive back. I left my car there. And I didn't want Debbie driving at night, so I took a taxi. And when I took the taxi home, I f- fell in the bed. Saturday became Sunday. Monday, she got me to the hospital. Tuesday, they told her that I had um, something in my back when they found the MRI. And then they went into the back and they told Debbie, we don't know what's going to happen. Just be ready. Mm-hmm. And I got out of it. I survived. And then they were playing with my toes. And then they told me I would never walk again. And for everyone listening to this, it's important because although we're all over the place, I believe three things. I believe you're an energy. I believe you're a want, you're a need. You're electric. You have an intelligence. You have an ego. You could think. You could feel things out. You could want. You could need. You could whatever you have. But you have an energy. And your mind is not your intelligence. Your mind is the computer that runs the body. You are not your body. And please hear this. I know that. And when I was, when I was dying and it's, it's the cover of my new Isaac Ryan Brown's picture. She said to me, what was, what did you see? And I explained to her basically the sun. I was inside the sun and inside the sun, I was prepared to ascend and I didn't hear anyone speak to me, but I felt vibrations. And it was all around as I move around. And I saw Debbie. And I saw her crying. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. We've got destiny to finish. These books are coming out. I have a record label with Debbie. And I'm doing it. Wendy will win. Wendy will have the greatest memoirs with this record label. I will win because I'll make people know there is no sky god. You were created by a creator. You were created by the same creator that created each and every one of us. We're all special, unique, and extraordinary images. It's like here. Bingo. All of a sudden, a clap. I didn't do that good. 
It's not working. Anyway, <laughs> clap. <laughs> so now I got to clap. That's a thought. Right. It, it begins just like the Bible they told you. You start. You come from a thought. Okay, now I'm a thought. What am I going to do with it? Well, if you want it, it's like having a dream. You've, how many dreams do you have a night? How many thoughts do you have in a second? You know? So all of a sudden, one thought will stick in you. Stick in you. That's you. That's the electricity. So now what? You got voltage. You got gas. Right? It's a fart. You're gassing. And all of a sudden, you're into an atmosphere. You create the gravity around you. You become a liquid. You become a solid. And But in your proteins, in your cells, which is what we're all made up of, you got the protein, which goes the way the sun goes around. No, the way the earth goes around the sun. You got the electron, which is the way... The sun goes around the solar system, and then you've got the neutron. It's not neutral when it comes alive. Guess what? That's you. That's your thought. That's your needs. That's your electricity. And going back to why I'm telling this to you, don't you ever give up. Don't you ever let your thoughts tell you you can't do it. There's nothing you can't do, which is everything I stand for. All I want people to do is believe in themselves. I want to be able to play with everyone I've ever met. I want to kid with you. I want to hug you. I want to tell you that you're love. Go out there. Smile. If someone doesn't want to smile with you, fuck them. Get out of there. If you feel bad energy, get out of there. And in one day, I've got my mat. She's perfect. You know what I see with a lot of people? And I see them struggle. And they won't listen to me. I'm just a peanut. You're you're the big time guy. They'll listen to you. No, they, you're no peanut. They have they have problems saying to somebody, look, like they know that the people that they're around, even I have. You know, I, I knew people were bad and like this is just not the right person. But you feel bad and and the instinct or a choice from the grid, however you want to look at it, your instinct, which is you, is telling you or the one, if we would may call it, the one is pulling you instinct to get the hell away from whatever it is. But you fucking feel bad or you don't want to be alone it's or whatever lesson. it may be. Right. <laughs> it's the lesson. I do it all the time. <laughs> but people have that problem with saying, hey, fuck you. You're no good for me. Yeah. You're holding me back. And then they worry, if I say fuck you, then I'm going to be alone and I don't want to be alone and this and that. And that that just paralyzes so many people. It's true. And you know you're never alone. Well, and you just got to go inside to go outside. And when you were hurt like that, you know, a lot of people go to these fake bullshit doctors in the States. I and did. They, that's what that guy that, was. That, that's how you got fucked. You got fucked by... Kevin Posner. You should have never went anywhere in the United States. If you... I would have given you a guy and you would have started with stem cells, NAD... The last fucking thing that would have happened would have been surgery. Fucking get the hell out of the U.S. for any surgery like that. They told me I had, it was a ninja turtle ooze. They told me my whole back was oozed. I was on antibiotics for six plus weeks. Wow. And at first I couldn't move. I, my toes weren't there and the doctors were like, you know, I'm sitting there like, coochie, coochie, coo. I'm waiting for them to start tickling me. I felt like... A child, and it's I, I grew up again inside that crib, and you know I had Debbie's love, I had my friends who showed up, and when I awoke and I saw them there, and I'm like looking at them and they're looking at me, and I'm like, what are you doing? We came here to see you, 
And I, I really didn't realize I was there, but I couldn't move. And, you know, it was really a tribute. I had a lot of friends there. At the end. You know, I love them all for showing up. What would you say to somebody that's in that situation? They say, you're never going to walk. Something just devastating, but nobody shows up. It's just them by themselves, and they're, you know, they heard the worst news ever. They're never going to walk again. You know, you're never going to do this again, blah, 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 blah. What would you say to them to get through it? And they wake up and nobody's there. The friends they thought they had, nobody's there. You're looking around just for somebody you thought they maybe cared about you, and nobody's there. Here's what I would tell them. I would tell them, get even. Get up, get ready, go become successful, stop depressing. You got a gift. It's called the present. The present is the time you're living in. That's why it's your gift. Get up and do it. Fix it, right? That's Let's awesome. go. Did you ever hear, did you ever hear Jocko? Do you know who Jocko is? I know the musician <clears throat> Jocko. Uh, it's a and podcast. I know the monkey. See if you can find uh, Jocko, uh, and it's good. Just put in Jocko good, and he he's like he was a mar, mar, MA martial arts, and then got into all kinds of stuff. Big entrepreneur, and he has this thing. Whenever you're in a situation like that, he goes, "You lost the deal." Good. You got in a fight with your wife? Good. You lost a business deal and the company's negative two million? Good. You're tired? Get up. Go work out. Good. Like it's all it's like mm -hmm. that. That pump? Good. And then at the end it's like, why? Because you're gonna fuck them all up. And it's just like that pump. Yeah, yeah. Now, good. I lost get the, it. I lost the deal. Good. Now I'm gonna get better and get the next deal. It's just crazy how well, it says it. You're talking about the. Um, I'll pull that up. Then you're talking about the mind being like the computer, right? And you, you're, that's your computer system. And, I have, and your consciousness runs the mind, right? So unless you give up and let the mind shut off the consciousness. Well, I'm a firm believer in kind of what you're talking about. That if you know, you see like great people, people that have done great things in their life. They've always told themselves they can do it. When you listen to them talk, they say, I didn't care what the doubters said. I don't care what anybody said. I told myself I could do it. They just kept telling themselves yeah. that. And I have a story, real quick story. Uh, it was my mom's, and I always mess this up. I think it was her like uncle or great uncle or somebody. Years ago, he got diagnosed with cancer, stomach cancer. I don't remember which one it was. The doctor said, oh, boy, you got a big tumor on your stomach. And he looked at the doctor. It's the doctor's telling him, he goes, I don't have cancer. He goes, yeah, you do. Yeah. There's a ball right here. You have cancer. I don't have cancer. He went home the whole time telling himself he does not have cancer. Comes back for a checkup like, you know, maybe a month or so later. They do the same thing. There's nothing there. It's gone. It's beautiful. Gone. But it was his mind power that said no his consciousness I, his consciousness sorry his consciousness that made his mind eliminate it right yeah I, I love what you said incredible I, it's true yeah incredible your consciousness is an energy and it will make your neutrons make the cells get rid of it so do you think that there's ideas out there right they're floating around right now they're there already those ideas so sort of so the uh the Tesla. We'll use the Tesla here. It's it's an out now. The electric car. That idea was out there floating around, and someone's mind just connected and grabbed that thought that was already there and brought it back. Sort of. I connect your consciousness yep. 
that brought it to your mind. Got you. And then your mind got your body to help you do it, and, and you did it. It's yeah. it's a much higher power. The best way to look at it is you're born twice. Okay, so in space, which where there is no space, call it the black hole, all of a sudden it's it's consciousness in that black hole. And I'll try clapping again. You came alive. You woke up. Mm-hmm. And what you did is you left the sea of consciousness where there's no gravity, there's no time, there's no space. And now what you're doing is when you become a consciousness, an individual, you're special, you're unique, and you're extraordinary, and you are one. It's it's like a whole baseball league, right? All those baseball players, yeah, they play for Philly or they play for the Marlins. I love the way the Marlins beat Philly yesterday. <laughs> I'm talking to two Philly people here. <laughs> Whatever. Eagles won, though. That's all right. Uh, you know they what? won a close game. Yeah, close one. A close one. Yeah. And there'll be no Kansas City this year. Yeah. Detroit. Oddly, I'm an L.A. fan. I'm an L.A. fan. I just always liked the Lakers. And Philly, I I never liked them. Never liked the Phillies or uh, the Sixers. Never. I I liked the Bulls. Just growing up, I was a Jordan guy. And then the Lakers. uh, Baseball, I can only watch the last two innings. (laughs) I got really lucky. Football, I'm huge. Because the Knicks got hot when I was coming of age. And then I went to law school. I went to college in Miami. They had no teams. I went to law school in Nashville, Tennessee, where I became a public defender. I saw that, that you were a public defender in Tennessee for two you, years. Yeah. How was that shit? I, I thought, Tennessee uh, public defender. Is that true? Does every lawyer have to do the public no. defending thing? That's and bullshit? they should make them do it. Then they be- can become lawyers. You know, <laughs> most lawyers are not lawyers. Yeah. They're just Blame me, I know. They're tax collectors. Yeah, uh, I know. They sit there and they will ruin any deal. They're useless. But Shakespeare taught me, if they're such horrible creatures, I need to know how they think. Now, let me <clears throat> let me ask you. So we had talked before we came on. You know, I had Donald Hoffman on. You know, you know of him and other, you know, and some other people. And he believes, and I I believe it too. And we had uh, the guy with uh, Chris Langan. He has the highest like he might might be higher than uh, Tesla. He's two twenty. No, two. Two thirty. Two thirty, I think. Uh Tesla was between one sixty and two twenty. Einstein was one sixty. Can I ask you something? He believes question? what we believe. Yeah. Why would you believe the IQs <laughs> an IQ tells you how smart they are. It tells you how smart they are within the matrix that we exist in. Right. Mm-hmm. That, right. I'm referring to this bullshit that yeah. we're in. What yeah. you want is you want to have you want to have that intelligence of consciousness that gets you out of the matrix. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, he fucking does. Then, then he's home run. You know, like, and he must look and laugh at everything going he on here. He, he does. does. <laughs> he does. He believes very similar to ours. And uh, what's interesting was really interesting with him. Say way on another level, like what you're working on. But like, say he's working with an atom, can't figure it out. He thinks about it, breaks it down before he goes to bed. And in his dreams, his brain is breaking that out and breaking that down, how to fix whatever he's doing, make the atom do whatever he wants it to do. And when he wakes up, he can he remembers the entire dream and the entire process of making it, and boom, does it. You know what he did? I see this as you spoke to me. What he did is he dissected the atom to see at what point does the energy leave. 
And then what happens is the energy brings it, it just connects it. It's a puzzle. It's that Rubik's Cube. I just saw it. That's why he brought that up. And he, he was trying to figure it out. He went to bed, slept on it. Yeah. Where we sleep and may dream yeah. about whatever, his brain is figuring it out, and he wakes up and figures yeah. it out. he saw it. Yeah, he saw it. Yeah, do you, do you think up. every dream is telling us something? What is every You know, you have dreams sometimes you wake up, you're like, what the fuck was that even about? What, what it's was answering that? questions, thoughts, or fears, or enjoyment. It's communicating with you. You're speaking to... You're speaking to the Major League Baseball Player Association. Right. You've gone back to the hole to find out the other thing. Because the brain washes out so much stuff it doesn't want. Like, if, if the brain doesn't like it, it just throws it aside. Sort of. Trash. But it's still there, Yeah. but it blocks it out. It's like you intellectually fuck it. Right. You intellectually <laughs> fuck it. Right. Now, Hoffman and myself believe that there is, that there conscience conscience creates space and time we 100 we made the clock right yeah. so with that theory he went up to ted talks I don't, I don't know if you saw the ted talk he had everyone you could think of uh neil degrasse tyson uh who maku everyone went up and he had the other guy frankel who's that huge mathematician the best mathematician in the world and hoffman said look <clears throat> to make it simple this is an interface like if you're playing Grand Theft Auto or you have the meta glasses on, right? They're on. So right now you're here, she's here, Rob's here, this is all here with the goggles on. And in this <clears throat> reality with the goggles on, there's almost like a grid, <clears throat> a grid. So depending on which way I go on the grid, if I go this way, that way, this way, that way, is how things turn out. And the one... The one doesn't have, can't feel, he can't experience, or not he, the one, whatever the fuck the one is, it can't experience. So through this interface, me and you, the one is experiencing love, death, danger, fear, scare, because the one, it would make sense, wouldn't have no ego. Why would God have an ego? The creator. The creator. The creator wouldn't have a God, fucking ego. If, yeah. if you look at God, it's in the book, uh, Unraveling the Bible. Those beings call themselves gods. Yeah, if, they if, existed. If you take that whole thing out and just go to the creator of the source and just think about it, even just forget yeah. about like you know people that are, are listening to this to say these guys are fucking tin hats, but just think about it. You're that person. If you think that person has an ego, you better rethink that because if that's a creator, the creator wouldn't have a fucking ego. It doesn't need you, right? Right? Yeah. So, and the math proves all this. So these guys go up one by one. Because Hoffman goes, well, prove to me where taste comes from. Where does smell come from? You say the brain, the brain, the brain, space and time. I say conscience. This is the best mathematician in the planet. Prove it one after another. Well, I can't prove that wrong, but this is what I can <laughs> prove. And they would go, bang, prove their shit wrong. And they'd be like, but bring up the string theory. Boom, shot down. Not one of them, all the top, could prove the math wrong that this is an interface and that there's a one. The question is, what's outside of the interface? And that's what I wrote in my book. That's what you wrote in your book. And that's why you just went there. That's why I just went there. And, uh, no, I, no, thank <laughs> you. Fucking got me. Good one. Fucking got me. Because <laughs> what it is, is I, it's the black, there's nothing. Yeah. But 
I put it in the book, and I had physicists from around the world coming. How did you come up with that? Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to say one more thing. Cause yeah, not, no, say so, what? So, so we're, we're, you know, Rob and I are hitting him, and he, he's saying like- Did you bunt? <clears throat> huh? Did you bunt instead of- uh, <laughs> <laughs> Smacked him. Yeah, it was, it was a light bump because I wanted the real answer, you know? No, not that bump. I mean I, bump. I know, I know, I know. Bunt and bump. Yeah, I know what you mean. And uh, he was, when he was explaining- the grid and, and the way people make choices. You know, you go down that road, say in the video game, and there's a pot of gold there. And that will give you more points to make your car faster. But you know it's dangerous to go down that road and you shouldn't go down there. But if you go down that road, you're going to die in the game and it's over. But if you go straight, you just forget about that gold for now. It's not the right time. And you make the right choice in the grid and you keep going. But if you get greedy and don't listen to to the one or the conscience, right? To the team. To the team. team to the team. Yeah. <laughs> and you go get that gold and get whacked. Well, you made the wrong thing. And his belief so far, and this is a guy who's open minded. And and that's what I, I like. Always open minded, you know, to learn more. That then you relive this shit again. You're back in this shit again. But if you make the right ones, then you're with the one. Yeah, you and then you're one with the galaxy. You're like the the one of yeah, the galaxy. Yeah. You ascend. However, you have to reach absolute zero. Now explain that to me. You, energy is a want or a need. Energy, it just goes, right? So what you do is you take it off the course. Energy cups of form. It's a gas, it's a liquid. But as it gets more forms, it becomes, it, it takes on a body. You know, you create a cell, right? You create the atom, you create the nucleus, you create... And I was with my son once in Egypt. I went, I explored all these, everything but, I talk about. But do you, do you think that this is all an interface? Yeah. <clears throat> you do. Oh, totally. Okay. And like, I, like, I'm here and you're here, Rob's here, Debbie's here. That's what, in my reality here, in this interface, that's what I see. But you could be in another interface. And at the same time. At the same time, and I'm not there. I'm, I'm, my conscience is projecting you in that seat, Rob and Debbie. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Okay, now, now I'm dead set that, that I'm with Hoffman. That it was uh, well, now I'm now I'm solidified with Hoffman because that's three. Because I IQ, you and Hoffman, no one can change my fucking mind on that. No, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I got into meditation. <laughs> it's like I can't get into that. No, it's I did it because I would be able to sit there. I did Kundalini. Yeah, I saw you on Instagram. And uh, what was Instagram? I I would get out of it. You know, I'd, I'd actually be able to get out of my body. <laughs> it's pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in there, and the people I was with got out of there because there were bugs. And when I... <laughs> <laughs> you, you look you look 35, 40. Yeah, man. You're a lucky woman. That's a I'm a lucky man. I, I should get a point for that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, she just killed you. No. <laughs> I could tell by the shoes. <laughs> You happen to be right. Yeah, right. It was a few years ago. Still. It's the shoes. I got I got the first I pair of shoes. of um hemp shoes. Really? I bet they from held up. From Nike. I bet they held up. Uh, 
That's eleven years, seven years later. And I wore it there because of all the mud that would come. Mm-hmm. What got you into spiritual things? I was born in it. Yeah, right, I was born right, in right it. from the beginning. I, huh? I used to hear noise. You did, and I would like, okay, all right. One day, my dad was sitting with a guy named Clyde Otis, mm-hmm. and Clyde Otis had Aretha Franklin over the house. Oh wow! And I was four uh, years old. Aretha Franklin, by the way, taught me how to play poker. Really? Because I, I'm attracted to. <laughs> I, I, I'm a fuck. I'm a uh, whatever you. I'm a with virus. Aretha Fra- right? You'll, you'll fucking sit there and learn. I, I know, sat down with her, and they would tell want. me to go back to bed, and she goes, "No, let the boy stay here." I'm going to show him the cards. She didn't teach, teach me, but she showed me the game, and I was like a quick read. But one day I got out of bed, and I said to my father and mother, I said, where's Biloxi? And they all turned around. I'm four years, maybe under five. And they look at me like, what are you talking about? And I said to them, what's Biloxi? And Clyde Otis looks at them. He goes, Marty, that's where I was born. And they didn't know what to do. My mother's freaking out. My father walked me back into the room. And he said, where did that come from? I said, Sue. He just says, who's Sue? I said, I don't know. Sue. He says, who are you talking to? I said, Sue. Is Sue in the room right now? I said, he's over there. <laughs> and it was just an energy. Like, right. it, was, it was an orb. If, you know? If you, Jesus' his real name, by the way was Sue, S-S-U. I thought it was John Doe. No, no. but Doe John. Right? <laughs> yeah. But the E in his name, you'll love this one. The E in his name meant the Egyptian school of sacred knowledge. If it was I, it was the Aryan school of sacred knowledge. Hmm. Okay, so where did J come from? Well, J was put into the Latin alphabet in 1517 or 1520. J was how, if you and I are writing... Arabic numerals and years, if I write down 13, it would be X, one, the I, 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 and then the close off those three I's, there'd be a J. And J has a line that goes all, it has a tail. It goes under all the numbers. So what the Vatican did is, because they're all into numerology, they're all into superstition, what they did is they took the letter J, and made it the ninth letter in the Latin alphabet. What's the significance of the tail under? What's the significance there? Because in those days, it would stop you from changing the numbers. Oh. Because it just, it cuts it off. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Rob, if you want mind, tell tell him about uh, your story at night oh, with your dad. dad. I, I want yes. to see what Stephen so, gets. Uh, is your dad still here? Yeah, he is. He's still alive. See, He's uh, 80, 80. I want to get your take on Three years old. Um, this was probably going back, oh God, 20 years ago, maybe a little more. Okay. I was not home. Um, my mom was away at Girl Scout camp and my dad is the least religious person on the face of the earth. And, uh, he, I went to Catholic school and he used to curse off the nuns and anyway, so that just tells you right there. But, um, (laughs) he's like us and he, and he, you know, he won't make up stories. So he, was home by himself and he was sleeping and he heard like Is someone this in was Philadelphia up north yeah and he felt someone was in the house like he heard like noise so he woke up turned the lights on searched you know down you know in the house and nothing there so he turns the light off he goes back to bed 
10, however many minutes go by, he hears noise again, and he hears his name being called. And there's Bob, Bob, Bob. He jumps out again. Who's here? Who's here? Boom, boom, boom. Nothing. Nobody there. Turns the lights off, goes to bed, out till the next morning. Gets a call early in the morning, probably about 7, 7.30 in the morning. It's his uh, sister-in-law. She's like, hey, just calling to let you know that your brother passed away last night. And he goes, really? Wow. What time? Same and, time. And it was around that same time that he got this, heard this noise in the house, and then someone calling his name. So, and again, he would he would not make this story up. It's something that he wouldn't do, but he to- had told the story. And not know, to speak for <clears throat> Rob, but his dad is the type that a doesn't lie, doesn't go to doctors, has yeah, beer, but, bacon, does whatever the fuck he wants. The the least guy in the world that would. Yeah, he's just come up with this, yeah. you know. He'd probably but he didn't just come stuff. up no, with it. No, I know. When you're released from your body, you become your, your energy. You're an electron that's moving, and you could be in two places at the same time. So why? Ways. So why would? So here's my question. Though. So he's in, uh, you know, the town up north, right? And his brother lived, like, say, I don't know, forty minutes away. Why would that energy go that? It's just because it's that energy. It just went. Like, how it's does a that, magnet. Your energy knows. You ever play with dots? Yep. So that energy knew where the yeah, the energy he wanted, and and there's no time. There's no space. You just just go, go. because yep. you could. Fold there's no time. space and time. You could fold it. We made space and time. Yeah. Yeah, by believing it, and when I went through these tablets in that book, yeah, and as <laughs> I start, and again I wrote it in one version. Then I wrote this is 18x. It's a rock opera. Mm-hmm. So then I wrote. With Debbie, I wrote this book. This is Act 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. That's Act 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. And then I went back into Act 1 through 7. Okay. Pull up tab 5 because I want to start with this one. And yeah. then we'll get to that because those who are watching and listening, you want both of these. They're, they're easy to understand, and if you just suck it in with an open mind, Take any noise around you, get it out of you, and just listen. Uh, the, uh, the, we got to get out of this place. So I got to go under here, I think. Uh, yep, there we go. Yep, that one. <clears throat> so th- th- this one is really awesome. And a lead-in, and, and I, I love I did it. this with Wendy. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 you didn't need mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did it. This was great. And what caught me right away was the five questions, right? And and the five questions are, who are we, who are you, who am I, why are we here, and the one that scares most people, where do we go after we are released from our physical bodies? So, Rob, you pick one, I pick one, and if you want to know the answer to the rest, buy the fucking book. Okay, I'll let so, you go first. So, uh, where do we go? When we're released from our bodies. You go back into the air. And what you do is, depending on your state at that moment, and I learned this from the Egyptians, and I I, I mean, I've gone in places that brave men don't go. You know, I didn't give a shit. You know, one day I was with my son, and we were, and I'm answering you, mm-hmm. and I went to Siwa with him because I named him Alexander, and I wanted to know Alexander's story because there's a reason that this mythical king is so important. But the answer is he knew his father was from 
another planet. He knew his father, Zeus, had eternal life. They didn't have eternal life. They're from Nibiru. You live on Earth on Earth's body's years. If you have a Nephilim body, you live on Nibiru years. Okay, so... Can I ask you about the years? Yeah. So when you calculate the years, we do it by... Earth. Earth, right? But really, isn't a second, when you take it as a whole, a second is something something along the lines of 200 years a second. No. If you go by that. It, it's something wild. No, but it gets even better. That, those people smoking too much dope. Oh, totally. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that, that, that wasn't from anybody that no, I... No, no, yeah. it's like... I was watching a documentary. I was like, oh, But here, maybe. if I could play with all the minds of people watching, okay, on Earth... Anyway, they go into the ethers, and depend, answering you, depending on their condition Sorry. at the state of leaving, they either stay in an area where they will reincarnate or they ascend to the next level like a video game. But what you just asked me, going back to time, I, I love what you're doing is you're playing with my mind, and I like it because I'll answer you. It's, it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. So on Earth... I'm just interested. No, it's right. Yeah. So what does Earth do? You've got these nine planets that we know of. I'm telling you there's a tenth, and it comes in like this, and these planets go around like that. So it intersects, and that's the X. So these planets dutifully, like we're at the racetrack, and I'm sure you know racetracks mm -hmm. if you're from Philly. Yeah, so all of a sudden, they're all, they're all sitting. I did. I admit it. So anyway, you're sitting in the stalls, and one through eight go out. So that's, that's our solar system. Here comes one through nine. So you're sitting there. But what you do in this one, you're going around the sun. So what happens is a year equals how long it takes you to go around the sun. So now you create time. Well, whose time? Earth's time. Well, what happens if you and I... What, and by the way, they divided it by six. They could have divided it by 90, you know? Right. Where did six come from? That's Babylonian. They say that's bullshit. It's from Nibiru. They did it by six. If you want to understand the Mayan calendar, go play with the number six. But you can't go there. No. Oh, that's the because, devil. Yeah, no, yeah. because Christ doesn't want you there. Oh, fuck. I forgot. Will you tell Christ yeah. to come down here and tell me not yeah, to yeah, go there? Yeah, yeah, Right? So anyway, <laughs> suppose you and I are hanging out in Venice. Yeah, I Venice. got some things I'd like to talk to him about, too. No, fuck him, because he's going to give you the wrong answer. <laughs> He'll tell you you can kill your enemy. You know, it's... Oh, yeah, it's in $6 billion. You're better off talking to Jesus. Love. Yeah. You know, like Stephen Stills wrote, when I was a boy, I was in college, and I broke up with this girl, <laughs> and she said to me, well, why would you do that? And I played her the song, Love the One You're With. There was one girl I broke up with, and there was a song, I said, I can't handle this anymore, whatever. And there was this... I ended up representing the Electric Light Orchestra. They were my favorite band because they gave me the song to get rid of this girl. It was called Evil Woman. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Evil Woman just makes some space. <laughs> so now you and I are in Venus. <laughs> Venus goes around the sun eight times that it takes Earth to go around five times. That's eight to five. You know what else is eight to five? Someone, something went on here. Right. Right? Well, you know what else takes eight to five? What? Eight kilometers equal five miles. Mm. Wow. That's what they did. Uh. Who's they? Did the film. Mm -hmm. They wrote these rules. I was talking to Debbie, and we got into it in a good way, loving way, with some other people, and they're like, they tell me about the stars, like up here, and I'm like, they were created 
okay? They were created with March 15th being the New Year's Day. End of story. And look at the names on the months. Like today we're in September, right? Sept, S-E-P-T, means seven, not nine. October means eight, not ten. November yeah. means noof, nine. And it's like... What's they, the March 15th? Why March 15th? Because that's the point of the equinox, when the daylight equals oh, the Oh, shit. And this is where all these superstitions come from. Anywhere on Earth, that day, it's even. And uh, then during summer and winter, depending on how high you are, you go down like this or you go mm. like that. December 21st was created by the Christians. It was created by the Vatican. Old men that don't sleep with women. They sit and jerk <laughs> off. They created and champagne. Fuck kids. And I, they fuck kids now. No, they don't fuck kids. They get their, they get their, they clean out people's asses. Oh, I'm okay. being nasty, so I'll take that back. But okay. it's sick what they do. And yeah, they did it. You know? So anyway, what they did is, um, so they made Jesus, they said he died. By the way, I said in Israel when I was there, I said, how could you, as a nation, tolerate the Christians telling people that you killed Jesus? I said, if nothing else, I produce movies. If nothing else, you are the heroes of that movie. Because if you didn't kill Jesus, flat out, Jesus couldn't become Christ. So you're the hero. <laughs> what did they say? They didn't know what to say to me. <laughs> I said, that's all so, right. They're looking at me. I said, now let's take it to step two. Why do you let them run around saying you killed Jesus? And they, they, call, they didn't call you Jews. There was no J. You were from Judea. The Judeans killed him. That's where they killed him. And then he died on Calvary Hill. And now when you send in the army, they're the cavalry. It's like, hey, wait, time out. What are these words? And I just... That's interesting. Anything that exists had a beginning. All had a beginning. All had a beginning. <clears throat> I want to know time. day one. Yeah. We exist. Where do we exist from? That's how I wrote that book. I would sit and meditate. I would talk to everyone that came into my contact. I went all around the world producing music. I've been in all these places. And I'll get lost there. I mean... I'll go there and people get mad because I don't want to go. You know, it's like, hey, wait a minute. Like my son, when we went to see where I started telling you for Alexander, I, I said to him, we're going to go somewhere. He goes, where are we going? I said, I'm hungry. Well, there's no place to eat because we were coming out of the north and we had dropped down. And they told me, you know, Libya's a few miles down the road and we could get something at the gas station. And my son's like, oh, no. Oh, no. And I'm like, I ain't waiting two hours. To the gas station we go. So we cross Egypt. We go into the gas station. And I'm asking them for food. And these Libyans that we're not allowed to like, you know, we're not allowed to like Arabs. Right. Who have no interest. They charge no interest. They sh it's insane. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Christians charge interest. <laughs> and Jews aren't supposed to. And rip you the fuck oh, off. Oh, yeah. The other thing I told them is I said, if you really believe this Bible, in the Bible it tells you you got to give everyone a jubilee. And forgive debt. So with my son, we go into Libya, and they tell me to go out in the back. So I go out into the back, and there's a big hole. And they're sitting there. The men are sitting there in their robes, and their feet are there, and they're passing around camel ribs. And my son's like, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like, Baron, sit down. Let's do it. And we, 
they, they were really good. You what, know, and we sat like? there, we ate the ribs. Chicken? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. And it's, anyway, then we got to Siwa. But it was it was fun. I explored every thought I have I've explored. What were you, what were you going to ask No, about? I was going to ask you, like, so. Did I answer your question? Yeah, you did. No, you did. He, he had another one in common. But another one. <clears throat> so it was like, you know, you pass, right? You leave. You, you know. You release. Your, your energy releases, right? Is it possible for that energy to be consumed by another human being? Meaning, I leave, my energy gets sucked into my kids, and my kids have me in them, meaning maybe it's things I say or things I do or the way I act or I'm doing this, and as they get older, it's like, man, your dad used to do the same thing. Or is that just something they've learned, meaning they've seen me do it? Is there a way that you can have that? There's two ways to do it. Yep. I I don't know the answers, but I'm telling you what I see is I hear you. Yeah. There's no way the four of us could inhale an energy. Okay. No. But that doesn't mean you and the energy don't share something. I believe that the energy could get inside you. I truly believe that. If there's someone dying... Mm-hmm. I truly believe someone, some energy could take over your body. I truly believe that. I always thought of it like <clears throat> me and you are hanging out all the time. And your your word is schmuck. And you always say schmuck. And you move on and you get out of this interface bullshit. And I start saying schmuck all the time. I look at it like I'm around you. You're in, you got out yeah. of the ship, but your spirit lives with me. As in, I was hanging out with you all the time, so I picked up on things, and now because we were around each other all the time, I'll say things, maybe I, my physical you know, movements turn similar to yours, and somebody's like, man, you remind me of Steven. And to me, that's like your spirit, like it rubbed off on me in a sense. You just made me see this. It's even better. The word is an energy. So when you say the energy, you remember Steven. Yeah, You want to remember me. It's like, by you saying that word, you just brought my consciousness back to your reality. Right. Uh, you know, it's... I'm with you all the time. You go to a better place, but I still have your actions. Somebody that knew you sees me, and your energy is still there with me. Yeah, that word yeah. becomes... Yeah. All we are is vibrations. You just played that chord. And, and then when it comes to the vibrations that you're talking about, would it be? would this be where the vibration comes in? So... You know that you're sitting there sometimes and like I might be talking about you. I'm like, oh, man, Tommy, this, that. And like my, my mom would say your ears are ringing because then she'd call me and it'd be like, I'm like, I was just talking. I was just talking about you. Like, how did you know? Is that a vibration that's somehow being sent? And that's the connection right there that, wow. You- Not all the time, but I believe it. Yeah. yeah. I believe it could eat because she put it up in the air. Yeah. And those fight, who knows where it would go? That's why they tell you one ripple goes around the world. I, I, I think it's part of the interface. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, Rob's thinking about his mom. His it mom decides like to just call yeah. just because she calls. But he's thinking about her. She just happened to pick up the phone and call. Rob was thinking about her. It's just part of the interface. You sent the energy. She right. caught it. But, but you know, now it's like, oh, well, that did that or, or whatever. No, it's... It's the energy, like even subconsciously, you don't even know it, but the energy was sent through vibration, telepathic, it's, whatever. There's no space and time. It there's just, no space and time. It's just 
there. So your mom might not have noticed it or you didn't notice it, but one person on the end notices yeah. it. And then they're like, wow, but really it's just energy because this is all just bullshit yeah. made up with conscience. I right? think so. I think so too. That's two of us. Yeah. And you too. <laughs> We got yeah, three. Yeah, she, she, yeah. Hey, four. Four. So we're not ten hats. We got more than three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now, when you're done with this book, did you already have the next in mind? When no. you were done with this one, were you were you already having that? Was that in your mind that well, you were headed in that direction? When I got done with that, that book, book three, and I really recommend everyone read this, and then read that. I th by the way, I could have done it in reverse, but only by... I, I was just... I can't handle this sky god shit. No, oh, no. How could you worship a sky god as if God created you? Well, who created God? So I went on a survey. I needed to find out who created anything. Well, you're from that source. You're an energy, what I said to you earlier. And you created a cell. And then the atoms in the cell. And they go, if you're a protein, you go around this way. And yeah. it's amazing. If I ask two people to stand up and I tell you to turn around, everyone will go right except those that go left. And those are the ones you want. You want that because that's someone that's not thinking like you. And that's someone will protect you from what you don't see because you only see what you need to see or what you know to see. But there's a lot of shit, a lot of energies moving around, and that's how you save yourself. Dude, not, is, is that true? If me and him are standing next to each other, it's possible that protein could be going one way with me and another way with him? No, no, it's inside your body. Yeah, but I'm inside asking, the body. That's true. If, if I, yeah, your electron goes left. Right. This, the proton goes right. But what fascinates you if you want to go there, all right, so we're sitting here called Southern Florida. Shh, let's go underneath, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, now we're underneath. Where are we? We're in Sydney, Australia. Well, the same thing I just told you happens. But if you're looking at someone in Sydney, Australia, they're, they're the opposite way. They're the opposite way. They have to go the other way. But you got to look at how they see it. You know, toilets go the other way when you flush it. Yeah. Which is fascinating. Yeah. That's fucking weird. I just sat there and don't think weird of me, but I sat there 10 minutes like, I didn't see what I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? No, the toilet that got me more than that was, I forget what they're called, but there's no toilet seat. It's like a, it's just like a bucket almost that you sit on. I forget, I might've been in Mexico. I don't know where the mm -hmm. fuck I was. I was it it's like real Richie in the States. Like if, yeah, that thing. Like, what the fuck is this? I was in Japan. I was in Kyoto, their holy center. And I go to the bathroom, and I'm with the John Wheat band. I go into the bathroom. I come out. I go, where's the bathroom? <laughs> you know, very funny, very funny. I said, I'm not being funny. There's the bathroom. I said, well, where do I pee? <laughs> and they're looking at me in the bathroom, as you call it. I'm like, well... I grab his hand. Show me the toilet. There's no toilet, sir. I'm looking like, what do you mean there's no toilet? Then where do I pee? We go in there. He says, you pee here. And they had like these two rails where you could bend down and put your foot. You know, it's like you could put, put your foot in the slot and you just sit and pee. Or you stand up and pee in it. That's real weird. 
Yeah, but just think, who made that? Where did toilets come from? And then for men, we sit in toilets and we splash that shit all over the place. You know? That is true. Yeah, yeah. And then you get yelled at, you're yeah. such a slob. Oh, like, every day. Oh, all the pee all over the floor. The toilet seat. Yeah. At least they should do it like this. Like, like, you know, you would think whoever made that knows that guys fucking don't aim well. You know? Maybe it's, it should have been the other way around. Because women are very, you know, usually they're very, like, accurate. We're just like, fuck it. Like the greatest thing to have in the 1880s was to have your own toilet. Yeah, you know it's it's funny. What are you, you going to say? Do you think in this speaking of the energies and stuff like that? Identical twins, okay, born, you know, right together. They're it's physically identical twins. Physically identical, but not energy. So the energy is different because I wanted to know whether that energy might That's be the nice. same because you hear the stories of. You know, identical twins or twins separated at birth. And there was one story, and I can't then, remember where okay. it was. And, like, the one was in, you know, New York, and the other was in California. And they were separated at birth, and they both grew up to be firefighters. Like, By the it was way, a weird story. You just made me see that? Uh-huh. I, if they are separated at birth, yep. why can't that be the same energy? It you would know, be, wouldn't it? Could you imagine? Percentage-wise, it would be, right? Yeah, right? Two-headed child? Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a good question, Rob. Yeah. And an interesting one as well. Yeah, because I always wondered that. It, that twins and even Siamese twins and things like that. The ones that are the kids. Well, so that's Siamese, but I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about like me and you look exactly alike. We're in the same bubble, right? We're in the same cocoon or whatever it's called, the... Whatever, it's different energies, but different energies. Yeah, like it, but it, Siamese twins, where you're connected at the head. The I head. would bet that's the same energy. Hmm. It could be. Yeah. But that was just a mistake. They, they have two separate brains. They have, should have two separate energies. And they, even if they're connected, as long as they don't share the same exact brain. Yeah, I agree with Wendy. That's a tough one. It's kind of a tough one. Yeah, yeah. What do you now? I call it the one, that the one, not God, the one, because that would make sense to me. Yeah, the one, no ego, the one, and then when you do, when it's time, every you're one, I'm one, we're all one. That's what I think happens. What do you think is the one? It's an energy, just an energy, right? It's what I put in that book. Yep, just an energy. I know. I wanted to hear you say it. And an energy divides. How many times can you divide the atom? Apparently a lot. Mm -hmm. And they learn it's the energy. Yeah. And as long as the energy is still there, you can keep dividing it. Mm. Now, when you were in Egypt, I, I always... By the way, I've been in Egypt a few times. I always refer to this with energy and vibration. Like, you know, like right now in, in this shit uh, civilization that we chose where everything's material and money and fucking bullshit... If you take, we have a vibrating razor. If I put that on this table right now and press it with the battery, eventually it will move over there. Imagine that civilization. And they weren't all worried about the bullshit that we are, social media. And they went a different direction, more in touch with nature and earth, vibrations and everything. To me, it would be absolutely possible with vibration because if you have that razor and you can work on that for 20,000 years to make that vibrate and move more you can move 
those and, and build those pyramids with the vibration, telepathically, frequency, you can move them. Where I get whacked out is how there's 10 of them or 11 of them, and they're all fucking pointed perfectly, what is it, at the north, the point, like, that you can fucking The point good Cyrus. There you go. And you and at their point, you could, like, draw a thing with them all pointing exact. Yep. That's what blows my mind. But that's, I mean, space is, it's nothing. You know, and it's different places there revolving around some magnetics and they go around the sun, so whatever it is. And when they tell you the Masons, yeah, that's just people who know what's in those books, yeah. but they never put it together because they didn't have the ability the four of us have. I could never have written those books before the year 2000 because the information was up there. Like one day, I'm playing with this and I decide... The Catholic Church created slavery. And people look at me, you're out of your mind. I said, no, 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 no. And I'm in England. And I, I said, I know they created it. Because what they did is they started sailing around Africa when they lost Constantinople in 1453. I'm playing with the map as I talk to you. Mm -hmm. So Constantinople's here. And the Vatican used to go there. And they would get the three things that they got from India that... They, the three kings brought Jesus, frankincense, mirth, and gold. Well, where did that come from? That came from Arabia. Like, I don't know if you've ever played with frankincense. It's, no. the, um, it's the mildew of the fruit. And then mirth is something you can put there and it heals your body. And then you got gold. So when they lost their access to that and the herbs and everything else, they went here. And they knew about here, the new world, because they had the same books I had. And I'm sitting with the History Channel because we almost were going to do a TV show out of this. But they rather have people there that won't go there, mm -hmm. that won't question God. So everyone's like like one of these things, you know? Yeah, you a bobblehead, a fucking oh, okay. bobblehead. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, oh, well, what thank else, you. What else should I do? Yeah, it's right? like, I'll Please behave. tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's just crazy. It's... We had uh, <clears throat> Billy Carson in, and when he was in, uh, that was the first time I had heard about the stone tablets. You know who Billy Carson is? No. Yeah. I will. Yeah, yeah. You'll be interested in him. And he had done the translation with the, the stone tablets, and a lot of it is in the Bible, but put into different words. It's the other way. The stone tablets were a diary written by the Nephilim mm -hmm. about their time here on Earth. But now in those tablets, what about where it says that were the alien, that <clears throat> Earth wasn't Earth was another planet that yeah. broke off. And it broke off and we're just a piece of another planet. Yeah. Right? We're walking on a piece of another planet. Right. Yeah. We're we're on a piece of another planet. It's called Tiamat. Tiamat, right? That's exactly what he fucking yeah, said. Tiamat he does it. And and that if you look and why they don't tell us this, I don't know, in those fucking tablets, and you could see it. Going around us is another planet, like yeah. right outside of, of Mars, I believe. Yeah. Like you can fucking see it, but they don't talk about it. it. There was. It came in through Mars. But why don't they mention that's a fucking planet? Because it would change the whole world. Yeah. There would be no control. Right. You would wake up and like, by the way, I grew up on all these music and all these songs fit right in. It's like, okay, I came here and through music, I would be reawakened mm -hmm. so that- 
my dad worked with Tommy. He didn't work with him, but he worked with the people working with Tommy that did the rock opera, Tommy. And they put it into different form. And I sat there, and one of the first things I ever did at Vanderbilt in law school, I got all these artists to get the contract signed so they would sing the Who songs. Hmm. And, you know, and there was one song that I'm visualizing as I say it to you. It was the holiday camp. Well, what's the holiday camp? Folks, welcome to the holiday camp. Mm -hmm. Here we are, right? And so, well, why is it not a holiday camp? Well, this evil thing over there called the Catholic Church and all these Christians who believe they're worshiping Jesus of love and it got flipped on them and it's about hating and killing. You need to bring Jesus energy back, the energy of love. Get rid of the, could you imagine right now, here we are, Oh, Rob says, let's go to that planet. We're landing, we land, we get out. And Debbie, who's more sense than the three of us, Debbie looks and goes, For sure. You guys got to get out of here. <laughs> look what's there. I go, What's there? And she gets all three of us to look. And there on the cross is a man dying. And they tell you, if you stay here and you disobey our rules, we will put you on this cross too. It's insane what we insane. live in. This is a holiday camp. Yeah. And if I really get my way, I'll liberate all of us. You don't need to hate each other. Just win. And get rid of all this. Just love your moments. And you're going to have people that will never listen to what I just said. So what's on this planet that they won't tell us about? What is it? What's on that planet? Oh, Tiamat blew up. No, so the one now. Right oh, now, planet Nibiru. Is it Nibiru, Rob? The, yeah, the one that's right outside of Mars. It's no, it's coming. It takes 3,600 Earth years to wrote, according to the tablets. So 36. And what it does is, I told you the planets go like mm -hmm. this. I'm trying to do it. I'm not that coordinated. <laughs> they go like this. This planet comes in like that. And it's like that. And what it did is, in its ecliptic orbit, so we got these nine little ponies running, mm -hmm. and they run and they have to turn around their, their course. Well, this planet decides, and they wrote this, and no one could make this up, so, except those that saw it. Mm -hmm. So what they did is they live on a planet, and they're like, they're like the gladiators of the planet. They're the police control of the planet. They're what America wants to be, the police force for yeah, the world, yeah. for the International Monetary Fund. Mm -hmm. So these suckers get 30% and you get a better chance next time. But anyway, what they do is, who knows what they did, but they were traveling around space and their planet had four moons and they were like that. Mm -hmm. So it'd be a 10 and two and four and eight. And what happened was, is it came, went this way, it whacked, according to the book, I believe it, it whacked this planet in half called yeah. Tiamat. So now what happens? The planet's in half. And this part blew me out because I, I have a lot of energy. I'll spend time. And because of the internet, I don't need to go sit in a library my whole life. Yeah. And the library won't have the answers either. Billy was telling us all this. And I was like, what the fuck? I never. And then I looked and I said, holy shit. Mm -hmm. And what I told and you they like, it, It's like how they, they did their hit. They did it on stone, buried it. And then, then like. They didn't bury it. Earth buried it. Earth buried it. But like the next. So like on and on and on and on. Way back. I mean, it fucking tells you everything. Every fucking thing. It tells thing. you what they did here on Earth. Yeah. Which is, like I wow. told you earlier about you the Pope. That? The Pope created slavery. So I found the papal bull. Because what they did is when we first went to the internet, 
everything went there. They didn't have any censors. Then after all the information was translated and put there, and they realized people are getting information we don't want them to know, they pulled the papal bull. The papal bull I'm talking about was Nicholas V. It's in my book, um, wherever they are. Which, it's in my book. Which book? Which one? Go to all of them. Okay. Hold on one second. Yeah, we'll get it up. <clears throat> Which one? Taking Jesus off the cross? No, Sacred Knowledge. I couldn't believe it because I went back and I and I looked to see if there was a translation for those stone tablets and right there it is like anybody can go online you can get the yeah, translation and you can go see it they show it to you it's fucking wild and when I did this I married it to Earth's timeline so anyway what I'm telling you is a, is there one of these ones on here no no he has more go uh, go to the, his uh, webpage so tattoo. So in Pope Nicholas V in 1455, he created the slave trade. Go back up to books. Well, let's get this up. <clears throat> so Debbie has the same outfit. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it just reminded me of like a rock star. You know what I mean? So I was like, that's that's the guy. So we, w- we went to Brighton together during COVID. And just for our own personal joke, the two of us are walking around in that. And all these people are like, who are they? Well, we just dropped in from Tiamat. So anyway, what happened is Tiamat had those, the four moons. If it, if it was a if it was your watch, right? And so, as it came around, just type his, type his name in in books. Okay. <clears throat> as it comes around, it hits this planet called Tiamat, Nibiru's planet. Hits Tiamat, and it cracks in half. So half of it jumps. It was between Jupiter and Mars. Mars was next to Venus, right. closest. That Tiamat drops to between Mars and Venus, and it's missing half the planet. What's the other half of the planet? The secret knowledge of spiritual So, no, it's not there. So, anyway, what happened with Tiamat was um. The other half of that planet became what we call the Astro Belt, and they don't explain it to you. And that Astro Belt floats around like it's a it's a boxing whatever a boxing matches welterweight thing, and there's pieces all around that go around the sun. That's it, sacred knowledge. No, sacred knowledge yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. So that's the Astro Belt. That's that shit that comes down and hits either Earth, our Moon, Mars, or Jupiter. It's right up there, and those are the, that's what I have in um in the book Unraveling the Bible. There we go. That's the asteroid coming in there over the pyramids, mm-hmm. and I'm reading the NASA discoveries, and they call it Psychic 191. That's they they described that piece that NASA found. By the way, NASA knows everything I'm telling you. When I was doing the thing with the History Channel, yeah. I walked in, I see this map, and they're telling my friend. Why this guy? Do you know how many people are walking around and my friend says, you have no idea what this guy is. He says, this guy, he just, that's his world. He wants to know everything and quietly he finds things out. So I'm looking and they see me at their map. I'm going, where did you get this? Guy looks at me and goes, you know this map? (laughs) I said, this map's from 1518. They found it in Turkey. I said, look here. Look what's down here, Antarctica, right? Look at that. And it had a little extra layer that's not there in today's map. 
looks at me and goes, how do you know that? I said, that's Atlantis. That's displaced that's Earth. Because mm-hmm. you could displace Earth. It's easy. You fold it. What for? Earthquakes. You ever in an earthquake? No, I was never in one. 1989, <laughs> I go to see the Giants play Oakland A's. They did a home video. First home video ever of Mickey Mantle. Yeah. And the guy that I did it with, the guy I did it with, he was friends with the Oakland A's. And it's Oakland against San Francisco. It's game three. I'm going to enter the stadium. And I see this. It's, And I'm like, but it's going towards you. Yeah. And I'm like, this is fucked up. And I was late for the game because I want, I didn't get to see the, uh, come, when they, you know, and first baseman, you know, when they're calling him out. And everyone started running out of the ballpark. And I'm sitting there like, something I'm not familiar with. But it was earth displacing earth. That's what they do. Yeah. And you and I, whatever, we live 100 years, we live 70 years. Earth lives a lot longer. It just... You know, and what I told you is, yeah, it hit and created Earth. And Earth has, Earth is a feminine plant. What does that mean? It it has a womb. Yeah. Okay? Mars has a womb. Yes, there's life on Mars. Not just because I said that. It's because the fucking yeah. stone tablet says it. Yeah. <clears throat> it says there's fucking water and everything. And then. The, and the moon had it too. And the moon had it too. But the, Mars has water now. And. A lot of water now, but they hit it, but they had to say, okay, there's a little bit there because Elon wanted something, something to pass. He wanted something, Elon Musk. My opinion on him is quite different than many others. Wait, you know how bad it gets? With my son, we had many acts on hippos and tanks. Well, one of our acts was Grimes. His baby mama. Oh, and Jay Z wanted our act. And Are my you son's serious? Like, yeah. And my son's like, what do we do? I said, fuck him. She is nothing, Baron. The guy she was with, we had Grimes, you know, Dion and Grimes. Mm-hmm. I said, forget it. You know, one day we were in Mexico together and she comes and she's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like looking at, it's a big concert for that type of music. I'm looking at her like, because I'm the grandfather, I'm the elder. This was in 2012. Even though you could beat all of them, probably, and everything. Yeah. Since 2012, and I'm looking, I go, what's the matter? She goes, I left my computer on the airplane. So I'm looking at the promoter, I said, get her her computer. Well, she has to go on now. I said, that's not what I'm telling you. You go on. But I need my computer. I said, you don't need your computer. I said, just go out there and sing the song. She goes, but I said, look in the audience. They speak Spanish. They don't know what you're going to tell them. <laughs> I said to her, you get out there right now and go do it. Rip it. Go, Yeah, go for it. Be the star you always thought you were. You don't need to be programmed. Go out there. Feel it. Eat it. Devour them. Go out there and give the best show you've ever given. And I know you can do it, and I will stand right here because I got into it. Go out there. And if you need energy, just wave, and I'll wave back to you, and whatever it is, it is. It was outrageous what she did. And then she came up and, you know, whatever she, I said, I'm Baron's dad. You give it to him. And she hugged him and this and that. We got her back at computer. I said, Baron, because she, I, I think she does whatever she does. Love her for what she is. She's a performer. That's what it is. She's not a songwriter. <clears throat> now, what do you, now, I always have to remind myself that this is a projection. But within that, you know how some people can smoke five packs of cigarettes a day and live to 90. 
Then you have the person that doesn't smoke a pack, you know, eats right, nothing wrong with them, and drops dead of lung cancer. Wrong body. Wrong body. Mm -hmm. Huh? That's what My it is. My father smoked 20 packs a day. No, he didn't smoke 20. He smoked 100 cigarettes a day. My oh, dad, wow. to this day, five, four guaranteed four. Could you imagine? Five. Wow. Marlboro Reds. Yeah. Like on a stressful time, yeah. five, my dad, five packs of Marlboro Reds. Non-fucking-stop. One after another. My dad was this guy. I'd walk a mile for a camel. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Meanwhile, dad's representing the Rolling Stones. Yeah. He was the lawyer. I know. And the first contract Fuck I crazy. ever read- was their contract. That's wild. And he sat me down and taught me how to read it like my grandfather taught me how to read the racing charts, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's all right. It's funny. You got there, the quarter, the half, the three quarter. There, my grandpa taught me the dog track. There was. A I used to love the dog, dog track. track. Just see which dog's ping the most. Yeah. And you had to get back there and you had to pay the people to let you go that watch so the dog. That's so That's what you do. There was yeah. a great meme. There's so a great... There was a great meme that just showed Mick Jagger, right? It showed Mick Jagger in concert because they're in, on tour. Mick Jagger in concert on one picture, and then it's uh, it showed Joe Biden in another picture, and it was like, look what sex. It was Mitch McConnell. Oh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Like, look what sex, ro drugs, and rock and roll did for Mick Jagger. Yeah. 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 Now, Steven, explain that to me, right? What? You know Mick Jagger. He went hard, right? But now, how how is he fucking just? Look at four him. hours. He went four hours in that concert. Yeah, okay. But look at him. Look at you. You take care of your body. Well, he obviously takes care of his body. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, he partied like a. Yeah, he I mean, he party partied, right? Not every day. Not what you would think. Not every. Look at him. He's a good fit man. Yeah. I I I thought they went nuts. Took every drug on the planet. And Maybe they did, but not every day. Perfect genetics. <laughs> now Keith Richards may have taken it every day. Uh, now, what do you? What's your take on drugs? Do, do you think, in moderation, it's okay? Do you think this is all some bullshit U.S. money tactic? What are you inhaling right now? Fucking nicotine. No, 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 not that. What are you inhaling? Oxygen. That's a drug, right? Love is the drug. Oxygen's the drug. If it comes from a plant, it, it's then part of your body. I agree. If if it drugs from the plant, take it. Now, if you're sitting and drinking booze, well, I don't know if that's from a plant. Tequilas, from a plant. Okay, so, okay, Stephen. Now, vodka, that's from a potato. Okay, and what chemicals do they put into it to give it to you? And then, like, I don't care what anyone says. Fucking sugar and you... Like, like, when I go to ballparks, yeah. I have a ritual. Debbie's a witness. <laughs> I'll have two beers and two hot dogs. Yeah. My problem is I would go to 20 bail games a day. I'll tell you a funny story. It's 1994, and Manu Dibango is my artist. He's from Cameroon. And he was managing an artist named Angelique Kiju. So he says to me, you must help me. And Angelique Kiju's from Benin. I'm like, okay. And she's great. I, I'm a very, very lucky man with all the artists I've had from all over the world. So she's from Benin, and they want me to put her on tour. So I'm like, okay. I, go, what you, do you mean? I, I can feel your energy. So I think you can feel someone's energy, and that's how, you know, not look at all this cliche, but so successful, you can feel other people. Yeah. 
A hundred percent. And I'll give them energy. Yeah. And every act, I left them all because I didn't want to be them. Mm-hmm. I had one chance to live on planet Earth. I've been in over a hundred countries. I wanted it. I wanted to finish these books. I've had music all over the world, you know. And so I'm gonna make you laugh. You'll really laugh, I think. But anyway, so I'm with Angela Kiju, <laughs> and I've got this guy named Tom Corstad. He's in Minnesota, and I have his son working for me. I said, "Get your dad on the phone." He goes, "Why?" I said, "I'm going to do something with the two of you." that I wish I could do with my brother or my father. He goes, what? I said, you're going on tour. He goes, where am I going on tour? I said, have your dad meet us in New York. I'm going to put together the baseball tour. And he looks at me, what's the baseball tour? And what we did is I booked Angelique Kiju into six, 20, 18 cities in 21 days, and 16 of them had ball games. Uh. I went to all these stadiums <laughs> and I would go in there and buy hot dogs to find out which stadium had the best hot dogs. Uh-huh. And then I thought I wasn't writing books then, but I was going to put out America Ballpark's best hot dogs. That would have been awesome. Uh, and then awesome. I got involved with Street Fighter and I got involved Street with Judge Dredd. Oh my God, yeah. Judge Dredd too. Wow. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Tell I us did. about t- Tell us about that if uh. you wouldn't mind. No, not at all. I get in my middle of it, and I went to director. I'm working for a country a company called Synergy, and I'm a fixer. So you bring. Uh, I'm a ball. I'm a utility ball player, and I can pitch and catch too. So I can play every position you need. So they wanted me to put together the soundtrack for um, Judge Dredd. I'm like, oh all right, ah. and we had to paper it. And so what I did was, all right. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah and I said to him, humor me. Let me put in some world beat artists. And I put in Manu Dibango and Angelique Kiju, right? But at the same time, David Bowie, who I knew, they wanted David Bowie. And I'm like, okay. So I get David Bowie to agree to do it, not that it was hard. And then he gives me a song, like here. And I'm playing it. And this is 1995. And he's playing it. And I'm like, you gave me this song. They want something new. We'll use that one. I said, no. You know, and I got, I, I'm like, what are you doing? Just go do anything. <laughs> Watch the movie and make you, write something you feel. Don't give me this shit. <laughs> then I did a movie. He got mad at me, but he did it. And then there was a, a movie I did called The Warriors of Virtue. You may laugh. So the, the Chinese people who wanted to teach Taoism and Taoism. Mm-hmm. So who gets in the middle of it? Me. Why? I don't know. <laughs> so And now I'm like sitting there with these Chinese who are making a movie in China. We're paying the people off in Hong Kong to bring the tapes out. <laughs> and we put together Warriors of Virtue, which is, it taught me what I needed to know. It opened those doors for me. And the guy goes to me, I want Mickey Hart. I go, okay, let's get Mickey Hart. We get Mickey Hart. He gives me the film. He says, I want him to score these eight minutes. So Mickey Hart goes, okay. Mickey Hart comes to me and he goes, here. I get, you know, we had the MP3s then. Mm -hmm. And he gives it to me and we go put it on. It's 34 minutes. (laughs) So the director's like, we want eight minutes. Mickey, why did they want eight minutes? He says, take whatever you want out of the 34 minutes. <laughs> so he says, the guy says to me, no. I go, I'm saying to myself, this is going to be bad. Because it didn't make sense to me. Right. I, would take, I would take the eight minutes out of the 34. Didn't make sense. 
Quit, quit he, fucking around, right? He draws his line, and he says, no. He took my money. It was $35,000, and I want eight minutes. Not 34 minutes. I want Mickey Hart's energy in that movie. This is Mickey Hart's energy in 34 minutes, and it doesn't mean anything. We had a whole fight over this. <laughs> the whole fight over that. <laughs> And nobody can, the, <clears throat> when I was reading them, I go, whoa, Phil Spector, man. Nobody yeah. can forget that one. <clears throat> Spector? It was a trip. Yeah. A trip, boy. Tell us, a, tell us a good story from that. You want a great story? Yeah. All right. I'll give it to you. Drum roll. <laughs> I don't want to give it away. We could do it in our next things. So it's 1978. And they, my father said, Stephen can pick up girls like no one. Your dad used to brag on me. Mm. So I'm sitting there. We just did the Electric Light Orchestra deal. It's May of 78. We're in the Beverly Hills Hotel. And we're in the Beverly Hills Hotel. And if you go west, you go east, and you go to where Sunset Boulevard, where the buildings start. Mm -hmm. He lived right up that place. It used to be called Hamburger Hamlet, and then you make your first right. So he's right down the street. So he's now, we're in the polo lounge, and I'm there with my dad. I'm there with his bodyguard. And Phil Spector and I are sitting here, and they're sitting inside. And I'm there with dad's mistress, who's another problem. <laughs> there with Sharon Osborne, who you know as Sharon yeah. Arden. <clears throat> and Phil Spector's looking at me, and he realizes I'm like, I ain't into this. And George is there. And, and I feel on my leg. So I turn around and I, I see a gun. <laughs> so oh, he looks at God. me and he says to me, you know, can I show you something? And I'm looking at myself saying, what do you want to show me? <laughs> he says, I want to show you how to finger a girl. I'm like, you've got a gun and you're going to show me how to, that's what I'm saying to myself. Yeah, right. I'm like, okay. How, how do you finger a girl with the trigger? <laughs> says, what I do is I get the girls to put their finger on top of my finger. And I ask them to think as the trigger is there, as their whatever you call it. Dildo? G-spot? No, the clit. The oh, clit. the clit. clit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he says, I want their finger on top of it and show me how they want me to touch them. I'm looking, I'm like... <laughs> Am I, am I in the fucking twilight zone right I'm now? Like, I'm like, and this is the middle of the Beverly Hills Hotel. The bodyguard sees it, and he does something really stupid. Instead of putting Shot. the fire out, yeah. he goes, he on put that gun away, Phil. Next thing you know, everyone's looking. <laughs> and next thing you know, the bodyguard falls on him, pulls him out of there. And I'm like, that was an experience. <laughs> like, and my father's like so. my father's like whatever yeah oh like what God. the hell right Phil Spector was trouble yeah that was but he got away with it I know like Michael Jackson did everything he was accused of doing did he yeah but no one wanted to believe it because then they lose their meal Money. ticket yeah and if they really loved him they would have stopped him from doing all those drugs and he's not he didn't write any of those songs, and I don't mean to go off on him, but I'm going off on him so the listeners, there's a story there. That Michael Jackson was an individual, not just your meal ticket. 
You killed him as much as he killed himself. I agree with that. He yeah, should have been thrown into an institution. Yeah. Whitney Houston, her first record she made for me. Not me, but my clients. A band called Material. And Clive Davis called and told me I'm ruining his big artist. And I'm like, whatever. I go, because I'm looking at a girl that looked like this. And she was a good singer. She couldn't write a note. Why would you bet on a singer? Well, sometimes you're the producer and you need a singer as an instrument, which is what Phil Spector taught me. And I've been very fortunate. I've had all these talented people before me and even after me. Like Debbie and I, we have six acts and only one of them's ready is in our age bracket, the Buena Vista Social Orchestra. But, you know, it just gets really weird because it's the music and the music is vibrations. And Whitney Houston, she... She could sing, but anyway, I'm like, whatever. I, she's not signed to me. You're going to ruin her. I'm not going to ruin her. No one will know it's coming out. It was a band called Material. Then when I had Bobby Brown, I did all Bobby Brown. All the music that you know out there, I produced in the executive producing of those albums. Congratulations. And no, don't congratulate me. I'm a good copy. I did what Phil, uh, Phil Spector did. Phil Spector's songs were about teenage angst. You don't understand pussy, but you know you want it. Right. You know? And that Bobby Brown album was a song to all the girlies. Yeah. And then I had Ready for the World. They sang Oh, Sheila, mm -hmm. if you remember that song. Yeah. And I had all these black acts. And Reverend Al Sharpton worked Fuck for me. Al Sharpton. Oh Al God. Sharpton worked for you. He, he, he was, was on, on salary to protect me from the blacks that would rob How me. many drinks did you have at night after a day with him? Oh, my God. No, he had the drinks. And he would sit and he would freebase. <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching this. I'm like, you, you can't do this here. Yeah. You're too old and someone's going to catch you. It's in my book, God's Wherever God's Gangsters and Honor is. Yeah. That, that book is awesome. Uh, oh, you read that? You yeah, heard yeah, because I, I, I... I love this fan. Well, he, he, well, he's no, my well, biggest fan. Audio, yeah, because what grabbed me was uh, the manipulation of manipulators. And right away, I was like, oh, I, oh, I, I can only fucking imagine, you know. Uh, go back, back up or down. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. No, there's my outfit again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jackson was a trip. One day, the so who wrote his shit? So he didn't write his his songs. He didn't write any of them. The only one he claimed he wrote was Manu de Bangos. Huh. You know, Saul Macosa, Quincy Jones didn't put his name on that. No, Rod Temperton didn't put his name on yeah, that. Right. So, but Michael Jackson put his name on it, and all the kids shit's real too. And so what happened was, but you know, you, you have to also like when I see something like that. <clears throat> let me tell and tell me if you agree. You got to look at his dad too. No, 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 no. Because you're free of your dad. His dad didn't teach him to do that. Maybe Michael Jackson. I mean, you have freedom. You have free thought. Yes, that's, his father may have been an asshole. That's true. But his father got him to play ball. He got him yeah. to act. You know, they came from a family of them. One day I'm sitting with Jermaine Jackson. I want you to manage me. And he had a song called Do It. I don't know if you remember Do It. It's like, I love that song. So we're sitting there and we agree to sign. And I'm there with his lawyer. You know, I practice. I did contracts for people. You know, you bring me in the ninth inning. I'll finish those contracts. If we need the song to be marketed, I'll do that. You want to promote it? You want to go get... That's what's in God's... It's in everything. I will figure out how to make it cross the goal line. 
And if I screw up, at least I screwed up and I tried. Yeah. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I'll do it. I can't guarantee success. But I need you to stand tall with me. Don't run away from me. Don't leave me alone. Now, you brought like Whitney Houston and Prince and some others. Whitney went independent, right? At no. the at the end, she never went independent. She was with Clive, but Prince went independent. Sort of what Prince did that I love. I'm in England. I thought they I thought they killed him because they went independent. No, I thought that's what I thought. No, 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 no. Fucking Chad. Prince mm. Prince killed himself. But you know what he did was brilliant when he told the companies to fuck off. So everyone's like, oh, he'll never make money. So and he had a he had a name that you couldn't pronounce. So, mm-hmm. well, why can't you pronounce it? They didn't put words to it. Noise. It's all noise. Yeah. And it's energy that opens up whatever. What he did in England is he gave away the album on the Daily Mirror. He got paid $10 million to let the Daily Mirror give away 2 million albums. Wow. No one in America knew no. this. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in England, and I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. Uh-huh. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. That was the thing where he basically used the Egyptian head. The symbol. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, symbol. That's slick. Yeah. That's slick. And <clears throat> and this was for my mom, who hopefully is with the one. How was uh, uh, Genesis and Alpha? Uh, she loved Phil Collins. How was Phil Collins? I didn't like him in the end. No? In the beginning, I loved him. There was nothing I wouldn't do for him. And he was the drummer for Genesis. I had Genesis, Phil Collins, and Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Peter Gabriel. Well, oh, we know. Yeah. That, that's Peter hard. Gabriel, boy. That's hard to do. when Even my friend. Yeah. And they, well, Genesis and Phil were together. Yeah. And Peter knew I would give him the information of Genesis, and Genesis knew I would give them the information. They wanted to know. And I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, whatever. I would send tell it to him, you know? And then we did WOMAD, World of Music, Arts, and Dance. And, um, we put it together in England, and we lost. The British government promised me money; they lied. Oh, and shocker! So we were short a lot of money, and I didn't know what to do. And Tony Smith, the manager at the time, and the band got together to help him to help Peter Gabriel out. It's the last time they all played together. It was at Milton Keynes and mm. Ford. You know, and I was with Michael Rutherford, the guitar player, mm-hmm. and I'm smiling because we're setting it up, and it was at Glastonbury. And he told me about Stonehenge. And I'm like, oh, really? Where is it? He goes, it's it's not far. You go over here, and you get to the... It, it's, it's on the way to... So I'm like, okay. So I said, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Where should we meet for... Um, we, get, we ate together, right? So I come tomorrow, now it's tomorrow... And he says to me, where did you sleep? And I said to him, I slept at Stonehenge. And he looks at me, he goes, you didn't. I said, yeah. He says, you slept at Stonehenge. I said, yeah, I wanted to see what was going on. And he says to me, you didn't. I said, I did. You couldn't do that now, but then you could do it. And I'm like, and it was in June. And I saw that the sun was sort of moving something. And all my brain kept telling me is the secret is the three... If you figure out the 12, the secret is the three. Because the three is the sun. And it's not the sun. The sun never rises and never sets. 
the earth rotates. Rotates. So right. we turn into the sun. Hmm. We turn away from the sun. Explain to me the three again. The what? three. Like, explain to me the meaning of the three, because you go to the 12 and the three. Oh, it's a clock. Look at your clock. Right. Okay. So oh. 12 o'clock is due north. Okay. Three o'clock's east. Nine o'clock's west. And if you close your legs, that's the south. Okay. Sounds good. So I see. And every- I also now know why I always need navigation wherever the fuck I go and get lost. <laughs> to do is to figure out your north, and you t- if you, from your north, meet me at one o'clock. Follow That's your easy. dick. You don't need a map. Remember uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Follow your dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which way is my dick going? Yeah. Which way is that? <laughs> Not that. That. Which yeah. way is that? Which way is that? Really. That is uh, south. That's west. Fuck. From where I don't know where we are. <laughs> Ocean's right. Ocean's yeah, well, right I don't behind know. I used either. Ocean's right behind us that way. Now you you see all these guys. Now how does Snoop Dogg come into this? I was known as a Mister Fix It. I was in L.A. We were. I meet everybody. Yeah. If nothing else, I'll entertain you. <clears throat> yeah. He escaped that shit, huh? That old yeah. East Coast, West Coast. He got the fuck out. Went with what? Uh, Master P, mm-hmm. I think, right away. The basketball player. <laughs> yeah. We should do another one of these. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask a couple more things if you don't mind, and then we'll do another one. Ask okay. my boss. Is that okay, boss? Just two more things. Okay. You want my shirt? You're cold. Yeah, you can turn it up. Turn it up. So you can turn it up to whatever you want. Yeah, as high as you want. We don't care. Yeah, sometimes it feels like. So we're tiny. staying in London. I I was raised that. You always open the door for a woman, whatever she wants. Otherwise, my grandfather, who was six six, and as you could tell, I didn't get any of the fucking height. No, it wasn't a good time when I got into the Buick Cadillac. <laughs> so you could put that at ninety. <laughs> so we're in England, and I'm looking at her side of the bed, and she had to bring up a heater. This was a couple of weeks ago. We had a heater in our room because it went under sixty. But then I spoke to the forces. And damn it, they didn't have seventy five again. Uh, they had the be- the last seven days we were, there were the best days. What's your take on all this i uh, UFO IPA shit? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're here. They've always been here. I, I know, but why why bring them to light now? Like we had uh, uh, Daryl Miklos and. He hung out with Gordon Cooper. Gordon Cooper was on the first mission to space, which was Mercury. And prior to that, he looked for uh, wrecked ships. When he was in space and they were doing it, he pointed out 55 spots from space where he thought wrecked ships were. He had given them to Daryl's father. Then Daryl had met this guy. Long story short, of the 55, 37 he found. He didn't go to the other ones yet, and he won't go to Florida because it's a racket. <clears throat> and this Gordon guy went from, you know, spaceship, space, outer space guy, intelligence, all that other shit. And he had told this, this uh, Nicholas a lot. And you know, when you're talking to somebody about this kind of stuff, a guy like us who think the way we do, you, you could pretty much tell body language, eye contact, how they talk about if if they're full of shit. I didn't see any full of shit. And he had he wouldn't tell us much. Well, did he look you in the eye? Yeah. Dead in he the eye. Shit. No movement. Very careful with his words. Didn't want to speak for someone who's dead. Like Gordon had passed away and he's like, I don't want to speak for him because he's not here. And one of the things he had said was that 
the digital camera was already here in the 60s um, and that the aliens are among us that Gordon had told him that because he worked with all that shit and he wouldn't tell us much more than that. We are the aliens. Yeah. But yeah. I mean other aliens. Do you think there's other aliens here within us that we just don't realize it? Like say like I have my opinion of Elon Musk. I think he's the arm that no one's looking at. Otherwise, just in the beginning, why would you make that Linda lady uh, the head of Twitter? And whatever he releases, Stephen, he knows nothing's going to go anywhere, but it makes him look like the rescue guy. Like, I'm going to come buy Twitter for twice the amount and free speech and fucking buy, buy a blue check and I'm getting Tucker and I'm getting Don Lemon. I got all these people, tons of people come with the data. I released the Twitter files. I files. I know nothing is going to happen. I just got subpoenaed by the feds. I'm going to be that guy that says, fuck you and not give them the information. Meanwhile, you appoint Linda, whatever her name is, who is the most pro-vaccine shot lady in the planet. She censors everything. If I message you now on that thing and call you a moron, a thing pops up. And that's because of her. He appoints her. Three days later, Neuralink, that he couldn't get to the third stage of the FDA for approval, the one that goes in your brain, suddenly she's approved on a Friday. Monday, she's head of of X Twitter on a Friday. Monday, Neuralink is in third and final stage of FDA approval to be released. Prior to that, wouldn't move. He He buys it double, puts her in. I think he's the arm that no one's looking at with this whole fucking agenda thing. I, I don't disagree with you. Now, so I brought him up to say, you know, he kind of look has that movement, you know, <clears throat> not quite right. I don't think he's an alien, but do you think there's aliens among us and we don't know it? You're making me think. So here's how I explain it. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. There's two types of aliens. There's an alien... And we're aliens. We I are not. We're not supposed when, to be here. When people sit and they say, we got to protect nature. If you're an animal on planet Earth, you are nature. Right. But, the, but mankind sits and thinks we're not nature. Well, you're not. You're not from here. This is not your home. They call planet Nibiru. Mm-hmm. In their words, it comes out as heaven. We're all going to go back to heaven. Fuck. We're all going to go back to Nibiru. No, you're not. But saying that to you, the folks or whatever they are in Nibiru had the same chemical compositions that the four of us do. Mm-hmm. We are from planet Earth. In the tablets so, too. So now an alien here on planet Earth will have our chemicals. That's what our solar system makes. Now, if there are other aliens from galaxies or universes from beyond, they don't, they're not us. So there's two types of aliens. If they're from this solar system, Earth's solar system, yes, they're from here. And when you look at the names, you know, and I look at people like, why don't you want to get smarter? Because if you get smarter, I'll set you free. Why do I want you to set free? I'm Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. I'd rather play with you. I can't live a world based on fear. And all you're going to do is aggravate me and I'm going to prove you wrong. Like, so anyway, what I'm saying to you is with these planets, we have this... This, uh, this 20 chemicals that make up earth beans, they exist everywhere. It's in my book, that book, Sacred Knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's in there. I tell you what it is. And then there's seven 
elements that will leave your body. But those 20 elements are staying right here. The seven that will leave your body are your consciousness. They're eternal. They're forevermore. And you're going to go home to consciousness, the whole, Mm -hmm. and you're going to reach absolute zero. And absolute zero happens when you have no wants, you have no needs, you have no desire, and you're just stoned out forever. And then you're going to wake up and bingo, boom, 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 boom. You're going to have a thought and there it goes again. You're off, you're running to the races. And it's like, now what's going to happen? Life will never end. You will never die. And stop what people taking your world right now in this place and serving them, fuck them. And you're right. And <clears throat> with, with this book, Unraveling the Bible, you take away... All this for this religion shit, and that we're all one, we all come from the same thing, then that avoids all this. Yeah. But how do you get that to people? I was on TV in Israel trying. Yeah. And they didn't kill me. That's the <laughs> start. That's the start. You made it out. And I had Wendy, Debbie, who I love and I thank. None of this would be here. She kept me alive. So her role was to make sure. I believe we that. finished this and we kept it together. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, I could, I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm not leaving. They're not doing that to me. We have SSK Records because I yep. wanted Pull Debbie up, uh, to uh, own Stephen's this Stephen's main website and then we'll let him out of the handcuffs. <laughs> I, mean, I, lo- I love that on your Instagram. We are a consciousness. Right away I go, that is my guy. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, what his website, Rob? SSK Records. You said no. The what is oh, his website? You can go there. Next one. And go to home. Okay, so this is your website. So the school of uh, sacred knowledge. That's what you got to push hard and push that podcast. I'm going to do it with you. Let's do it. There you go. Aliens and rockers. Let's do it. I'm, I mean, you guys you just tell me what. I'll, I'll get everyone here. You know, it's like the Moody Blues, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm with my friend and I, I hear these songs and they're talking about the lost chord. It, it was insane. The lost chord is the first note. The first note is the first thought. What was the first thought? Because when that first thought happened, it created a vibration, and bingo, here we are. And we're talking about billions and billions of years. That's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not true. It, it's it's close of an eye. But it's only true when your body lives through it, yep. and you're trying to figure out what's up. I got one real quick, uh, kind of based off, we're talking about music, talking about all that type of stuff, so... You got music from a music perspective. You got performers, right? That some, you know, they're they may not be a great voice, but they're a great performer, right? You've got great songwriters, right? They can write songs and it's just the words and everything are amazing. And then you have great singers, like their voices are just heavenly and, and they're performers too. They're performers too. In your opinion, top three best, I'm gonna go with the singing aspect voice wise that you've ever heard, in your opinion. I really, I really can't answer that. No, it depends on what you want. I have a band right now with Debbie. It's called Kidora, and they're good singers, but they're into trap, and they're also into rock. And I put out their first record, and yeah, yeah, and we got forty-five thousand streams. And then they gave us the second song. It was ego, ego, whatever. And I couldn't really get streams because that's payola too. Pull up tab eight. 
And so what I did was, all right, we met with them. And I'm going to give you a really good story. And then, then we'll stop. Yeah, sure, sure. So anyway, what happened was, um, I'll give you the story now and then I'll go into it. I met this band by accident. Some people told me they wanted me to help them make a movie on um, the guy the guy that created the Jewish race, the guy Herschel that was going to get the Ashkenazis called Jews, their homeland. By the way, if you're talking about Semites, Ashkenazis are not Semites. So let's get over I didn't that. think so. No, they're not. They're not, right? 100% not. not. Okay. The Semites are the people from Eden. From Eden, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and Eden was named after Earth. I Googled that. after I, that's, I stopped and Googled it to try to understand it. Cause and I you saw what I said? Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I was like, you know, confirmed it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I see shit when you talk to me. I can't help it. So anyway. Talk about like a gaslight. You ever heard that word gaslight? Yeah. <clears throat> Never heard of gaslight until yeah. I came down Never, here. Yeah. But talk about fucking gaslighting, Stephen. Jesus. Well, <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm meeting this guy and this guy, he kept calling me, telling me, don't be late. I'm like, if I tell you, I'm not going to be late. There you are. If I telling you, I'm not going to be late. Why you tell me not to be late? That means to me that you're always late because you're projecting yourself into me. Mm. So we get there and it's November ah, and it's sort of warm. I thought about that. And it's true. For England, it's 55 degrees. We're sitting outside, and then it starts raining, and then we go inside, and hey, this guy's late. And so there's this good-looking waiter, 24-ish, 23, and he comes bopping over, and he says to Debbie and I, and we're sitting in a crescent, and um, he says, can I get you something to drink? And Debbie's like, how about some rosé? I'm like, all right, rosé. And he goes, he goes, twiddling off then he comes back he's got the rosé and he sits over our table and i'm watching him i'm just watching his ear and the energy and he opens the bottle i go okay who are you listening to and he says to us you wouldn't know i said try me hmm. he says to me all right he says i'm listening to young lean i'm like okay <laughs> and he says to me you know young lean I said, take your phone out of your pocket. He's looking at him like, yeah, sure, you know yeah. Young Lean, like, really? <laughs> so he says, yeah. I said, put in Young Lean and put in Machat, M-A-C-H-A-T. Puts it in, and he's like, and our bottle's here, and he's looking, and he goes like this. He goes, <laughs> and he's looking at me, he goes, you're Baron's father? You, he says, I said, yeah. And he looks at me, he goes, your son changed my life. And I'm like, how? He said, when you put out all that hippos and tanks music, and then you move from that music to Young Lean, man, I owe my everything, everything I see, everything I feel to your son wow. and you. you wow, man. And I'm like, okay. And I go, so obviously you're into music. He goes, yeah, I'm into it. So... Next thing I know is I talk myself into representing him. And Debbie <laughs> and Debbie's my conscious. Yeah. Right? So, okay, we're representing you. What do you want to do? Well, we want to make a record. Well, you need to sign a contract. Why do I need to sign a contract? I said, I don't want you saying 
ever, not that you would. I want you and I to agree this is our deal. And I have another band called The Gulls. Same thing, same time. So they both signed their contracts in January, near the end of January. And this is really interesting. I think it is. So in the beginning of February, when they told, and they're calling, and when they told Debbie he may not make it, those two bands, they were expecting something from me. And um, what happened was I made it, obviously. I'm here to bother you. Yeah. Or, to, or here no. to rattle you so we yeah. could all become no. one love. This is great. No. One love, right? <laughs> so anyway, Debbie told both of the acts. And in their own words, they said, she said, you could have your contracts back. And they both said to her, no. We've waited our whole lives for someone's energy like this that could help us. And they stayed with us. So we've got their records coming out. So now back to Kedora. So now we're back at Kedora. And I like the two of them. So we see them. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And they, I said, ego, whatever, ego, whatever. I don't like that. And I put it out. I said, but where's your energy? Don't give me the same energy. You know, each time you repeat something, it becomes less. Less and less. Yeah. It's less like and less. Like water down. Yeah. You know, it's like the New York Yankees keeping Aaron Boone. Get rid of him. <laughs> That's seven years of no energy. So anyway, forget him. Yeah. But going back to Kidora, so they give us these records. We met him when we landed in England about a month ago. And um, we met him again. So I said, give me a new music. So now we decide we're going to go eat, have hamburgers and tequila. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Here you know, we go. So we did it. So we went there and they gave me their music and I said, listen, you've got some good stuff there. Then they give me two more songs. Then Debbie and I go away to Israel and then we meet with them and I said, listen, he says, what single we're putting out? I said, we're going to put it all out. He says, but what single? I said, no single. He looks at me and goes, what do you mean no single? I said, fuck Spotify. They've ruined our music industry. Oh, yeah. If I have to sit here that is true. and wait for single by single, where's your repertoire? Why would any group become successful? Why would any girl, boy, even your pets, you have nothing to listen to? I said, here's what we're doing. He goes, what are we doing? I said, here's what we're doing. And I, I was formulating, it was coming into focus, and I'm like, bingo. We're going to take 14 songs, so we're going to make an overture of those 14 songs. So we'll have like 10, 15 seconds of each song, and it's 12 songs, and we'll walk you right into it. The 14 songs is that song 13, but it will be song number one, and then we're going to have an underture where we play you the, all those 12 songs, and then we're going to put it out as one single. I'm going to put it up as one single. I'll pay for all those sleaze bags to put it on their playlist. And I'm going to put out, and I'm looking at Debbie. We need a name for this. And we're sitting with the band. I said, what is this? They go, it's, I said to the, I said, this to me is trap rack. And they go, we love that. Mm. And then I'm like, I look at her and she goes, no, let's call it truck. And because we like having a weird letter and everything. And you'll remember truck. <clears throat> right. OQ. Yeah. So come with us. We'll be in England November 3rd. We're going to have a party. Let's do it. You know, it's like, I'm going to introduce Truck. I'm going to put out one song on Spotify. It's 35 minutes. So when you go see the band, you know what I'm going to do for 35 minutes. 
Yeah. You know, it's like Jethro Tull, one of my favorite albums, was Thick as a Brick. I love that. Side two could have not been there, but side one, those 21 minutes, it was fantastic. I would sit there, are you the thinker or the doer? One cannot exist without the other. Well, maybe you're both, too. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> that, that, that's a great ending with your son, though. Yeah. You know? Hey, his energy's all He's over me. There. You know when he died? I, I got I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And all I know is young Lane was trying to jump out the window. He was in a mental institution. All I know is the drug dealer in the car named Hunter with his Jewish parents. And I say Jewish because they it, the whole thing is just disgusting mm-hmm. with what went on there. And it was horrible. They started talking to me about Sky God. I'm like, no, your son killed my son. He gave him the drugs. He got the drugs from your cabinet. He get you know, and but my son took the drugs, so I'm gonna get everyone out of whatever. So I did. I took care of everyone, and I got home and I buried him in four cities. Not buried him, but I taught I, that book I had, um, Sacred Knowledge. Mm-hmm. I tell you who you are. You're twenty chemicals and you're seven energies. You know, you could move. You learn how to crystallize. You could think. You know, and you could. You could create, you could excrete, you could make more of, you could divide your, you could do what you asked me earlier. You could divide your energy. Yeah. Why not? <clears throat> I, I could thought... put you here and I put you there. So what happened was I, um, I just buried him there and, you know, I got home and I didn't know what to do. One of the worst things I ever did in my life was to tell his mother that our son was dead. I mean, like, ah, you know, you know, and I still couldn't believe it. So I got home along the lines of what you said, and I'm sitting in there, and I'm sitting on my bed, I'm in my yogi pose, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear this, and there he is, and he's wearing the outfit he died, and he was, he was like these stars. It was, it's an energy. It wasn't formed yet. It didn't have the constitution we have, and you can't touch it. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me, and he was crying, and I was crying, and he, I said to him, what happened? He said, Dad, it was an accident. It was an accident. I didn't mean it. And then he said to me, he said, you need to do what you're doing. I go, what, what am I doing? He says, I'm going to sit here. I said, where are you sitting? He says, in this plateau, or whatever he said. I said, what are you telling me? He said, Dad, you're right. There is no God. God is love. Love is God. It's love. Love is the answer. You need to get out there, Dad. And I couldn't do this with you. This way he's telling me. I said, well, he said, no. He says, I'm going to do it with you now. I will ride with you until the end. That's beautiful, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Steven. These are the books. We'll have, them all, we'll have them all in the description. He got we'll me to get, all. he got me Debbie, I swear of it, and yeah. here we are. And I thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, let's thank let's you. get that podcast rolling, man. We'll, we'll do we'll have thousands of hours of that shit. Could you imagine? We got to do it. I'll do it. Well, we're doing it. Thank you. Thank you, both of you, so much thank for your you. time. I appreciate it. An honor, sir. No, thank you.